Welcome, everybody, to We Geek Podcast. Today is February 28th, episode 132. My name is Adam, and I'm joined by my good friend, Logan. Hello. What up, man? So, has it been a busy week? Oh, you know, same old, same old. <laughs> not, been, oh, yeah. not been too bad. Yeah. Same here, man. I've, it's It's been kind of a busy week for me. Um, I've been trying to upgrade a lot of things that I, that, that I have uh electronically right now um and i got a new mic so hopefully i sound good uh you helped me kind of set everything up and make sure that i'm not uh speaking into a tin can (laughs) um got a pop filter on it uh it's good to go with that um i also got a gadget this week i you know i don't talk about gadgets that much but i love gadgets um this you know i should say first I have no delusions to think this is going to help me get healthy, <laughs> but oh, you did, um, what did you get a Fitbit? <laughs> close, <laughs> very close. Um, cooler than a Fitbit, I think. Um, but it's something that I think is definitely going to help, um, kind of make it a game. I guess uh, is I got an Apple Watch, um, one really? of the new ones. Where oh yeah, like I I felt very extra calling someone from it because <laughs> oh. <laughs> all you have to do is say hey siri call whoever and it does it and it's uh-huh. you hear them and they hear you and it's very weird and it's it's very <laughs> very extra um uh-huh. but uh i don't know I, I i love it so far it's it's really it's it's the extra uh <laughs> But it's it's kind of like a notification machine, and a like reminder. Like I've set up all my reminders on it. I've set up um, uh, my goals uh, for walking, my goals for burning uh, uh, calories. It alerts me when my blood pressure is at a certain point. You can set that, um, and you know it, it. Just it's it's all around a tool for you to kind of. Uh, monitor your activities how many steps you walk how many calories you burn um all of that good stuff um you could set workouts you can do all sorts of different things with it so that's kind of how i've been utilizing it i've been making sure that you know before work i do uh some exercise after work i do some exercise and i kind of set up my watch uh to set with reminders and stop and start times and it you know, it calculates all that stuff. I put in how, like how much I, what I'm intaking with food and stuff. And it tells me at the end of the day, how many calories I'm burning and like a set goal for if I consume this amount of food and I burn this amount of calories, which is, you know, basic stuff for people, but it does it in such a cool way. Cause it dings and all that other stuff. It feels like <laughs> a game where you're getting rewarded. Um, and it, it, it legit just maps out you know, weeks for me, months for me. And it's like, if you want to hit this uh, weight by this time, here's your goal. And so like, I don't know, it's fun. Uh, So that's kind of what I've been messing around with. Um, So yeah, so that's been my week. 
um, just kind of mess around with that stuff. I watched wrestling in Elimination yeah. Chamber. Yeah, you were uh, you were pretty vocal about Elimination Chamber. <laughs> I'm just not happy. I, I guess it, we all knew what was going to happen, but it was seeing it live yeah. happen the way they did it. I was not happy the way they booked Braun and it was like in and spoiler alerts for elimination chamber, the way they just came in and was like, Oh, see how strong this guy Braun took, took them all out. I don't think that's ever happened before. And then at the very end, he gets taken out by Roman Reigns and we're all supposed to be thrilled by that. And it's, he, he got hit with everybody's finisher plus a four man shield bomb. And it wasn't right. enough to put him down, but two Superman punches and two spears at the end of the match. Oh, that's the end of Braun Strowman. I'm just. It, uh, it's know. so annoying. They're so tone deaf. And, you know, rumor has it that that the, the all these articles say the reason why they had him attack him at the end, uh, which just seemed like something he would do. It, it doesn't seem like it was some like we got to set the storyline up, but. You know, it came out a few months back that Roman Reigns was named by this informant or whatnot in this sting. Uh, uh, you know, the, the guys in jail or whatnot. And so just in case that story becomes a bigger issue, they might attack him on and make it a three way for the, uh, you know, for the Universal Championship, um, which make if i was a crazy person <laughs> it would make me want to call connecticut and pretend i'm with the miami herald <laughs> and start asking Hi, questions yes, um, i i i am uh I'm a I'm I'm an ace reporter type freely from the Miami Herald. Uh, I I need to speak to a, a, a Mr. Vincent Kennedy McMahon regarding this this uh, this story here about uh, about an employee of his uh, 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 Mr. Roman Reigns. I believe I'm pronouncing mm -hmm. that correctly. Um, with this this uh, uh, steroids investigation, we're we're just looking for a quote to confirm something we've heard from a couple of different sources uh, about Mr. Uh, Reigns' involvement. Uh, you know, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It no, just... I, I was gonna gather about ten of my friends and pay them like five bucks and <laughs> have them call like from a whatever number uh, to do that, just to uh... get them a little scared. And how would that be next Monday? Like it's announced, if Braun wins this match, yeah. he'll be entered into. The... <laughs> and you guys can all thank me. <laughs> yeah, right. But how crazy is that? This guy's involved in a drug scandal. And they're like, well, let's push him for his fourth mania main event. Right. The, the, idea, the idea that this really does kind of rest on the head of a pin like that is nuts. Just it's in crazy. general. It, you know, he should be punished just as like, just like, you know, Enzo had it coming to him with all the stuff that he did wrong. Um, but you shouldn't, he shouldn't be put on a different pedestal you know what i mean he should when you're when you're being named like that i don't even know why you're why you shouldn't be in the main event when you're when you have that much controversy around you i don't know you know, it, know. it's just it's man that was frustrating to watch it it i know i now know how people felt watching cena just yes. win everything it's, it's and... yeah if you if you're somebody who missed those years then you get the roman reigns years if you're somebody if you're if you're like a lot of us who lived through those years you're just having flashbacks 
and you're like, yeah. oh my god, it's just a different haircut. Like that's yeah. it's the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah, that's what it feels like. And you know, I'm like content. Like I'm paying nine ninety a month to see the same matches, and you know, I went on my little rants. Like they, they have so much talent. You could throw a pin at the people on the card that are on TV right now on SmackDown and Raw, and you're almost always going to hit someone who's a future Hall of Famer. It would be hard to find somebody that is just on those two shows right now that that you know you could make an argument for ninety percent of them. I think pretty much, um, yeah. And 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 you know we got AJ Styles, we got Nakamura. Of course, they're going to be in their match, but you know we have Kevin Owens, we have all these other people. We have Samoa Joe, we have Seth Rollins. Dean's injured, you know. So is Samoa Joe, I guess. Um, but you got all of these people. You got Rusev Finn Balor. Day. Like Rusev you could have a Balor club, Rusev a legit Day. Balor club right now. All of these people, and we're gonna get a match that we we got a few years ago. Yeah. And it's just it's you know the the year Braun Strowman Strowman has had, you know, and the way he's gotten over with the crowd, and the way it's been, it's you know at first. He was pushed, and he's still being pushed. It seems like, but it's very organic. It feels like, yeah, um, it's way more it, organic. It it feels like he's earned this, and it's, it yes, just felt it, like Roman hasn't. They they you know it's 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 a WWE, so they they give him things to do. You know what I mean? So you know at some point they have to take what they're given and make a masterpiece out of it. And he has, yes, he has. Uh, so, so yes, he's been given a push. Yes. That he'd been given all these great, you know, big man things to do. But when I look back at the past year, almost every moment I can think of involved him, uh, just kind of like how stone cold, when I think about stone cold, I don't think of really about the matches. Of course, uh, I think about a few of them, but I think about when he, did his Austin 316 promo when he came out with the beer truck, when he plays on, you know, the ukulele or whatever with, <laughs> with Kurt Angle. Like I think of those moments yeah. where he comes with a, with a gun and it says bang on it. Um, in the PG era, Braun Strowman is getting over when he comes out with a big cello or whatever that was the big bass thing. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's things like that. Even people like Elias, like they're so new, but they are just on fire right now. I, and I, Elias has amazed me because I was one of the people I hated the drifter. It's the same. I mean, it's the same character, but I yeah. hated him in NXT. I, because he did, he did nothing. They really didn't do much of anything with him. And then his first month on the main roster, where he just kind of wandered through the camera shot, like, yeah. that by itself was brilliant. And everything he's turned it into, I mean, he has worked that thing. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. There's there's no reason for he or Aiden English to be over. There's no way that their characters should work. But they yeah. have found their own ways to do it. And I, yeah. you know, I, my head is off to them and I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm with Lana and everything she's been tweeting lately about how ridiculous it is that, that, oh. the, yeah, not just from last night. Did you see the tweet she had tonight? No, I didn't see what was the tweet tonight. Yeah. Just about how, just about how over Rusev is and how during every match there are Rusev day chants, but he didn't even have a match tonight. 
let alone anything at WrestleMania. It's insane. And she's absolutely right. And the thing is, I completely agree with her, but at the same time, that's dangerous. Like, she Un- is... Yeah, unless it's it's part of it. And I think you could absolutely write that in as part of her character. Yeah, but I mean, if she's she's legit going to piss off Vince McMahon. Well, um, you know... Like, that's what I'm afraid of. And then I'm afraid that they're just going to get even more buried for the next however many years. But I guess, you know, what, what what's the worst can they can, can happen? They go to New Japan? Could you could you, know. you imagine Rusev Day in New Japan? I would. Oh, they'd have a blast. They would have the most fun with that. And I, you know, oh, yeah. the idea of being let go from WWE is not the end of the world, and sometimes not the worst thing in the world. Yeah, no, I think Cody proved that. Cody it has been the poster child for that. Cody said, yeah. you know what? And and to be to be fair to everybody involved, it there wasn't there's no bad blood there. They, right. you know, he's come out a bunch of times and said it wasn't a, a bad thing. It was just I didn't feel it there and I wanted to do something else. And he did. Yeah. And damn, has he found it. He really has. Yeah. And so, I mean, I agree with her. I, I thought, you know, at first I was like, she's talking about WWE, obviously, but she could easily be like she was watching The Walking Dead or something. Well, the, yeah. But I guess now that tonight, you know, then it's <laughs> it's just there's no excuses there. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, yeah, because from Sunday, it was kind of vague. It was like, I like when there's drama. I don't like all this predictable stuff. And we were like, oh, right. she talked about Roman Reigns. But yeah, it could have it, it could have been about anything but come on we all know what it was about (laughs) it's so true if vince if vince had just man if he would have at the last minute been like let's put braun over because everyone's thinking here comes now it's down to braun and stroman braun i'm sorry stroman and roman um roman or uh, stroman has knocked everybody out no way they're gonna have him go over of course roman's gonna spear him six times and win and it would have the place would have the top would have came off if Strowman would have won that match because then it would have freaked everybody out would have made everyone go wait a second oh this whole year we thought that it was definitely going to be roman yeah and now what's going to happen uh that would have think about how many people would have been talking about that would have been excited about it but now everybody is legitimately talking about after mania no one's talking about mania everyone's talking about well let's see you know i can't wait until roman gives up the championship to someone down the road yeah you know and and i know people are getting excited about his promo he did much better than he always does that um man we have seen glimpses of that the idea of just let him show him. Roman has never really shown emotion. That's been right. the problem. He stands there and he just straight laced delivers everything. But he got fired up. You know, yeah, yeah, it was a it was a work shoot and all this, and it was it was scripted, but it was supposed to look off script and whatever. But the and thing, we've seen it before, though. We've seen Cena. It's the same thing Cena did, ironically, a few years back. Right, but he but he he got the added element of. This was supposed to happen tonight, and but where's right. Brock? Brock couldn't even be bothered to show up when he was advertised. Right. And so, and now we don't know what's happened here. I haven't seen a definitive thing on whether he was actually supposed to be there or something happened or what. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, but but yeah, it I, it, it had it, that added element of of not just. Because Brock is also never, is somebody who has never, Cena and Rock have both come out 
and said, my home is the WWE, and then gone off to do other things. Brock has never said that. He's always been upfront about, I, you know, I, I go where the he money is. He just does is. it for the money. Yeah. Right. And, you know, on one hand, that's fair. That's a, that's a perfectly acceptable stance to take. It's a job. It's a business. That's fine. But, you know, tell that to the fans. Yeah. It's, I mean, I have a feeling that Brock's going to leave and, you know, th- that um, Paul Heyman's probably going to go and be Ronda's you know, manager. That's, that's the way they or, should go. Or, or maybe Roman, who knows? No. <laughs> well, no. I mean, it would help him with, yeah, but you, with, with but his promos. He's not going to flip his alignment like that. No, he should, he should go and be, be Rhonda's yeah, talking. It, it makes piece, sense. Cause she can't cut a promo. She, right. she needs a lot of work in that department. The best, yeah. the best part of her thing at elimination chamber was when she stopped was honestly when she stopped talking and just started kicking ass. Oh, yeah, totally. When she flipped Triple H, I was like, whoa, that's awesome. Yeah, and the face. Like, when she, when Ronda is just badass Ronda Rousey, that's perfect. And then they hand yeah. her a microphone and a little shaky. And not, yeah. you know, it kind of it kind of dents that image a little bit. And there'll be, right. you know, I mean, there's there's work to do and everything. And I'm sure they want a full character. And she's she's not used to this. Oh, so well, th- that's the thing yeah. is that, like, unlike most people coming into the WWE right now, she's not going to get a year at NXT. She's not going to get any of that stuff. She might act. She'll, she's probably actually in Orlando. She probably does go to the NXT, the whatever the she's the, she's been she's been at the Performance Center the last I don't know how many months. That's that's what I was looking for. Yeah. So I'm sure she's doing like uh, the the acting classes or whatever that they have there yeah. for them. But uh, she she didn't get the you know she hasn't been on an NXT uh, like going out in front of a crowd or anything there, like and that. And there it is. It's a whole different thing, and it's different than just straight up trash talk. Like you can take right. some of that from from the from all the UFC press conferences and everything. Oh yeah, yeah. She's got something there. She's not you it's, know she's definitely not like she's she's used to being in front of crowds and and having to say things after a match and before a match and you know for a a camera in her face but it's a whole, it's a different animal it <laughs> is it absolutely is yeah so um i like what they've done with her so far i'm 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 excited to see her fight uh, and what they do with her you know i think they so far so good um the the stuff with the triple is i just don't like stephanie i like triple h i like I like when Triple H is scared. <laughs> I love, yeah, he's at I'm, his best when he's terrified. Yeah, when 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 she bowed up the hunter and he just kind of went, "Whoa, okay, this, okay, yeah. whoa." Um, but I, we saw this, and then like when Braun put his hands on Triple H earlier this year, and yeah, uh, that was that was fun. Uh, I love Goofy Triple H. You know, it, it, the the day will happen when Vince McMahon is either uh, not running the company more or he's gone. Some other place, um, <laughs> and, and Triple kind of, H. <laughs> well, I say as nice as I can because I don't say, necessarily mean pass away, but when he's just not there in control of things, and it enough. is Triple H's show. Yeah. Um, I I I could totally see Triple H becoming that Mr. McMahon character because he kind of already is. Right, and that's um, I mean that's definitely what he's been working at for a while. Right. He never used to show that side, I guess, from what I could see. I never remember him seeing that side. Uh, like, I even remember, like, 
when he had his stuff with Booker T and he was straight racist, he won the match. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, so like, yeah, that was, uh, that was, yeah, <laughs> that's something else. But, but, but to see him, you know, when he's on Jimmy Fallon and he's singing and he's doing this and he's, he's getting in SummerSlam and he's being a coward to Braun Strowman and stuff like that's the kind of trip. I, I love seeing that kind of triple yeah. H. It's super entertaining. The, the uncle Hunter version of, of triple H. Exactly. It's, it's, it is. It's the great. uncle Hunter. He's retired. Dude's still buff, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, no, that's so, no, that's definitely the, the fun part of it. And he'll, it, it, it's, it's like he said, when, when he's more in control and gets, gets to decide more of that he's, he's, he, he'll let his beard down a little bit more and it'll, and it'll be fun. But I, oh, yeah. I have to, and, and, and ironically, I like when Stephanie is being good. I see, I think she's much more natural as someone that's sweet. When I see her doing like the, oh, um, man, you uh, that's cause you've missed a lot of years, I guess. But when I see her do the cure for Connor and stuff like that, like when I see her being really nice and sweet, it just feels natural. True. It looks natural to me. But she's, um, oh, she, but she's such a good bad guy, though. The problem is, the last few years with the Authority, have they haven't? It, it's it's been this weird. Like, is she good? Is she bad? Well, she did something good. Well, now she did something bad. But here she did something good. Here she did something we're not really yeah. sure about. They just haven't picked one. Yeah, because one night she'll come out and she'll talk about this is the first women's battle royale, and it's like this very awesome thing, and it she's completely herself. And then a week later, she's calling well, like ronda rousey a bitch and like just it's just the complete opposite exactly you know and that's that's been the problem is that it's just so ridiculously inconsistent but my right. but hats off to her for when when she when she got told oh, now you have to apologize and she put that mean face on and she got right yeah. in ronda's face and went i am so sorry i really didn't mean to Oh yeah, and let's talk about Alexa Bliss when she did that turn. Oh, like, oh it's magnificent. Oh, it's perfect. It was, it, you know, there's a few other people that can do that in the industry. Like Vince McMahon does it so well. Yeah. Um, I bet he was super happy with that when she just was like, she was in tears, she's crying, and then she just turns and, and I was like, none of you will ever. I loved it, and I'm so and I'm so happy and I'm so thrilled, and this is the greatest thing ever, and I want to say thank you to all of you. Because none of you will ever accomplish your dreams. I was like, yes. it's so good. <laughs> it was, oh my it god! It was fantastic because the the I don't know if you saw the the cultaholic guys did their reaction video. Oh no, I didn't see that. She because of how long that little promo went. They've got a they've got one of their drinking rules is for every face turn or heel turn down your drink. So she was like oh, halfway wow. through that promo and they down their drinks and like twenty seconds later is when she drops the other shoe and they were like well oh hell yeah because she was a face at that moment when she was all teary-eyed and stuff and then but, oh, so she good. just went right back to heel that's so good she she deserves that title she is so good and that's and that match man the matches from elimination chamber were actually pretty good the, the yeah. women's elimination chamber match was a solid hey this is the first time we've ever done this match it was it, great. It had just a couple of big spots. Um, the Twisted Bliss from the top of the chamber was insane. It was yeah. perfectly done, uh, and it should not have been transitioned into the bank statement like that. That was just ridiculous. Right. But 
Uh, and and the men's elimination chamber was a great match. Yeah, the ending sucked, but the it was one of the best elimination chamber matches. It was so good. Right. No, I completely agree. They had me all the way into the end, and that's that's been my problem with them this whole time is that. It's like whoever's booking the matches, whoever's getting these people in there are doing such a great job. But whoever's in charge of the finish, whoever's in charge of saying who goes over, that's that's where they lose me. That's up at the top, man. Especially especially at the world title level in particular. Yeah, that's that's at the very top. Yeah, because it's 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 just infuriating to watch. Because it's like, oh, here we go, same old thing, mm-hmm. you know. And, and and the problem is, is like, what if the what if this drug thing goes nowhere, and it's just Brock and and uh, Reigns for the championship? What what are they gonna do with Brock? What are they gonna do with Braun? He's literally is nothing. Well, he's gonna fight Elias. Is he gonna win the 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 Andre the Giant Battle Royale? It's just so ugh. I don't know. Like, wake me up when it's next year, I guess. But we all know what's going to happen next year. We all know it's going to be Cena and Reigns probably, you know, for no, his. No. You know. No. no. I, you say no. I, but I say no. I don't buy it. I don't think so. Because I don't I, think so. I, no, because I, I think by that point we're going to have – I think by next year, I think next year is Strowman's Mania year. I think he wins or defends a title at, at Mania. I think I think he he will either be champion by or at WrestleMania next year. I no doubt in my mind. I I hope so. I just have the feeling that someone right now is pinning next year, and they're gonna go. Well, we we look. We got Cena that can break a record here, and we have Reigns who basically is going to be his replacement. Um, I I will. They I, for them to headline Mania, he's. He's probably got a hard on right now thinking about it. I, I will give them that match under one circumstance. Either John breaks the record or he retires. I want it. If, if they're going to make that match, if they're going to make it, Cena reigns for John's record breaking 17th world title reign. And that's his, what it would be. And his yeah. first universal title reign. Then it then I I will give them that on the stipulation that if if John Cena loses he retires. I I I will not be. I, I don't see Cena retiring. Um, I, I see him doing exactly what The Rock does. Ah, uh, but man, he's too beat up. John's John is not in the shape he says he's in. I don't know. He no. seems you can that bigger and you can look buff and everything but i mean think about what's what's been the biggest problem for a lot of wrestlers is hips man you just can't well, you can't true. get away from that it's all the stuff you can't see yeah he's got yeah. he's got muscles for days he's got you know 25 feet of muscles but you're right he's he, no he's not in the best he, he's not in the shape he thinks he's in and that's part of why he's he's transitioning out of it like he has been he's yeah. he's just not He's not in extraordinary ring shape anymore. He'll get in there and go, but what'll happen to him may wind up being the same thing that happened to The Rock when he came back and jumped in the mm. ring and and tore the hell out of his insides because he wasn't ready for it. No, you're you're absolutely right. All yeah. Right. So it, I I, I think, just I, I see his character not wanting to ever give up. 
But you're absolutely right. It'd probably be Reigns that retires him, right? Yeah, and or that's the that's the only problem that I have with this is that then Reigns gets to put another feather in his cap, and I yeah, that's that's my only problem with that match. That's that's it. Just the only it seems thing. so unearned, yeah. and I, again, I wasn't around during the Cena <laughs> days, but. Did Cena seem unearned, or did oh. it seem like he went out there and earned it? You know, here's the thing. John's mic work has always been fantastic. The problem was that he won everything, and everybody got tired of it real fast. And gotcha. if you go back, there was it was at SummerSlam, I don't even know how many years ago. It's been seven years, eight years. Um, I don't know how much you know about the Nexus. It was a group. Right. No, I, yeah, it yeah. was the NXT that came up, and they're headed by the King. What's his name? Wade Barrett. Yeah, this was Wade Barrett. This was pre-King, but they okay. they were they were on fire. They made WWE interesting again. It was a group of those. What was it? Seven guys, and they tore the right place back. apart. Like actually, physically tore the place apart. And then right. at the end of that SummerSlam match, two of them are beating the crap out of John Cena and just destroyed him. And then miraculously, here comes Super Cena, pops back up and buries both of them. And that's that. That's what a lot of people point to, and, and myself included, as kind of the thing of like, okay, John is the untouchable, I'm going to be on top of the mountain until I say otherwise guy. I guess I've gotten him at his best years where he totally can be beat it beaten and he's putting on great promos. If, if this had been John Cena throughout his entire career, nobody would be complaining anytime he popped up to, to, to want to be in a world title match. Right. But this was not, we're just so tired of, we're just so used to we're just so used to seeing Triple H, John Cena, and Randy Orton headline promos yeah. for six years. Like I mean yeah. that that was it, you know. And then you would have the Undertaker and JBL and the great Kali on the SmackDown side of things. Like that right. was you know, those were your six for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah, it just uh... I, 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 I feel now I understand a little bit of what you guys went through, yeah. how you could be jaded and like weary when they do or not surprised, I guess, when they do stuff like yeah. this. Oh, they, oh, yeah, sure. It's Roman Reigns. They could do something interesting. No, because it's it is. It's the same thing. It's deja vu all over again. Yeah. If they if they somehow get Strowman in the match, I'll be a little bit happier. But I'm sure that would be just so that he can get pinned. <laughs> And 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 Brock Brock doesn't look weak. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, or who knows? Maybe Brock will just go off the reserve and leave his belt in the ring before Mania, <laughs> because his contract is up before Mania. Correct? After after Mania. Oh, it's after. Okay. Well, oh, damn it! There goes that idea. <laughs> yeah. No boy, wouldn't that be nice? But no, not gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just I'm just wondering, like if I if I showed up in in Green Bay next week at at SmackDown and somehow managed to make it backstage, could I talk Shane McMahon into letting me into the WWE Championship match at Fastlane? Right. Because goddamn, yeah, like I I hope oh. 
I, I, I hope AJ Styles is just going to be the guy because we all want to see AJ versus Nakamura. We yeah. don't want to see John Cena versus Nakamura. No, and we're we're still going to get that. They're, they're putting Cena in. The reason they're putting Cena in this match is so that he can lose and continue on his whole, I have to be at WrestleMania, I'm desperate kind of jag. That's 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 why they're going to be in this match. AJ at the at the end, however the the match breaks down at the end, AJ is going to retain by pinning Cena, and it's it's going to set him off even further. What do you think about the rumor that he does fail, he loses the match, and he's sitting in the ring, and then, boom, gong. You hear the bell tone, yeah, you hear the gong, and the lights go off, and he stands up. And then you get the Undertaker that's like challenge accepted or whatever. I could see them doing that where he's like, oh, I, 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 got, a, I got a path now. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that I... could headline Mania totally. Uh, if that is, if in fact, the Undertaker's last match for the second time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I'm, I'm, I'm of two minds of that. I hate that because I thought I watched his retirement match. Uh, but my other mind is I would rather John Cena retire. Yeah. Oh, yeah, boy, would I ever. Than Roman Reigns. So if and I then, didn't go to the match, I'd be all for it. Yeah. But 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 then you have, if you're going to do Cena Reigns next year, then Cena gets to say, oh, remember when you kept saying, oh, I retired The Undertaker and you didn't get to do that? Exactly. Yeah, well, guess what, boy? I did, ret- I did that. I'm the one who actually retired The Undertaker. And then you have Roman turn that around. All right, you want a shot at this title at WrestleMania? You couldn't get it done at the Royal Rumble. So how about you and me at WrestleMania? You want this title? Fine. But if you lose, then I retire you. Yeah, that, it's, we're just, we're, that's exactly what's going to happen. Because then it's going to be the battle of who, who retired, you know, uh, who because now that's exactly why they did this match this year again, because it was... Who, you know, the battle of who retired the or who beat the Undertaker Taker at WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, you know, you have Cena do that. I hate that they did that. The Undertaker should have never lost it unless it actually was his retirement match. I, I would have loved to have seen him just for that to have been it. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And I, I would have rather of any of the three, John Cena uh, be the one that 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 beats him, even though people would have hated that. I think it would have been well deserved because he actually does like the company and he's a good worker. I, I would have. I, I See, here's where I'm of two minds. If because I don't think Cena needed the rub of being the guy who retired The Undertaker. Sure. I, th- I think that I know because he he's only got a handful more years. I think you take somebody who's if if they had done Roman Reigns, if uh, Braun, I would be OK with Braun now being that he's guy. the next big guy. Yeah, I would I would be OK with that. And they could have had that be the one that broke the streak. And yeah. then a couple years and The Undertaker pops up here and there and then has his one more match. And that's mm-hmm. against John. So John, you know, Braun gets the right. rub of breaking the streak, but John gets mm-hmm. to retire him. Right. It, that, that would have been perfect. And I don't see Braun going to the UFC anytime soon or anything like that. He seems like he's going to be WWE until the end, until he retires. Dude, are you, um, do, you, do you follow him on Instagram? He's so great. Have, did you see him at the Funko headquarters? Yeah, down the slide. 
He's such a character. I actually, I, I've talked about this. My buddy knows him. He's worked with him. Uh, so anytime Braun does something crazy, I send him a text message. He's like, Adam is out of his goddamn mind. <laughs> he, he's, he's hilarious. But uh, yeah, man, yeah, he's, uh, man, he's, oh, he's definitely my favorite right now in the WWE. Him and Bliss. So of course I like seeing their tag, their, their mix max, mix matched challenge stuff. Yeah. But, I yeah, given, I don't know. I'd have given everything if he'd have gone down that slide and gone, as he came down. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> oh. Yeah. He's ridiculous. But, all right, well, we should probably get into some <laughs> some news at some point. I mean, you know, we've, um, we've done, what, like half an hour, 40 minutes? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do like our wrestling talk, because I was, man, after seeing that, I was just... Ooh, we're what, like less than a month away? Uh, five, five weeks. Five weeks from me. Five now. weeks. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be nice to sit and, is, I can't complain. I'm glad I went to WrestleMania last year. So there's, I don't know how to say this without sounding like a jerk, but I'm glad that I can sit air conditioning this year and kind of relax and watch it on the big screen TV and not like have to deal with everything yeah no it's 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 one thing you know it's like when i, I don't want to sound ungrateful that's that's what i'm trying to no not sound like no it's just it's a diff, it's a totally different experience it's something everybody i think every wrestling fan yeah. should do once if they can just so you can yeah. say i was at wrestlemania and then the next year you sit at home and you go you know what there's there's pros and cons to both of them Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and sitting out in the sun, because in Florida, it's just, oh, man, that heat. So, yeah, it's going to be nice to kind of relax and chill and watch it like you would the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, I'm excited. Um, I need to get to one of these NXT. NXT. Uh, every time I go to look, they're sold out for the for the tapings. Yeah, you gotta, you've got to get on them immediately, because the students pick up a lot of them. Oh, yeah. See, I wish I knew. If you know anybody that goes there still or that can still get tickets, please let me know. I, I, dude, I would if I could, but yeah. I don't. Like everybody I know was in my class, and I'm so afraid to get like a stub hub and show up, and then like someone come and be like, "Hey, that's my seat." But deal with I it. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I saw that exact thing, same thing go down. Uh, when I went there before and it was a good 20 minutes of them with the ushers going back and forth, back and forth. And, they're, you know, and they're like, okay, well he's got the stub hub and it, you know, they're scanning it and they're trying not to be on TV. It's just it was uh, ridiculous. But you should have, anyway, Hey, just remember um, if you ever want the crowd on your side, bring a beach ball. Oh God. I will. If I ever go to an event and I see a beach ball, I will eat it in front of you i will rip it out of your hands i will find whoever brought it and i will saute it and sauce it and eat it right in front of you yeah it's pretty disrespectful it's, it's ridiculous and i don't want to hear about some people well they bought a ticket they came to have a good time no they bought a ticket to see what the hell was happening in that ring they want to play with a yeah. beach ball go out in the parking lot yeah i I'm, I'm totally down for the crowd chanting and having a great time and trying to be a part of the show but when you're doing the beach ball, that is just way over the line, disrespectful. Yeah. Uh, just... It's one thing shouting and screaming at them and doing whatever, you know, their heels, they're going to yell back at you, whatever, that's fine. But if to do that, it's, it's to take everyone's attention away from it. it... 
but dumb. kudos to Matt Hardy for trying to co-op the wave. That was, oh wait, what did he do when when they did the wave during his match mm-hmm. with with Bray on Raw? Matt tried to steer into it, like he, oh. <laughs> when he got up at one point and he just kind of followed it around, like oh, he was the one funny. controlling it. It was a that was some crazy on your feet quick thinking. Uh, yeah, that's how, it, that's how you kind of like yeah you make it a, a a part of it and more of a positive. Thing. Yeah, it it didn't work, yeah. but it was a good try. <laughs> right, right, definitely. Um, man, did you see, did you see what happened to Kevin Smith? Man, I knew somebody that was at that show. Are you kidding? I had a a friend of mine who, who lives out there who went to, and I kept, I actually meant to message her about it and see how it was just because she went to that show. And, uh, now, you know, you look back and it's like, oh, Kevin Smith was filming a standup special. I wonder how that went. Now it's, oh my God, Kevin Smith filmed a standup special and then he had a heart attack. What the hell was that like? Yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm glad that he's okay. He's, he's recovering. Everything's fine. But it was, it was, it was bad. Yeah. Uh, it was the, um, the artery, the, the widow's widow maker, the widow. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. The, basically the artery that you don't want to close that will like, like almost definitely kill you. Yeah. The highest percentage of, of fatal heart attacks occurs when that artery is blocked. The, the LAD artery. Yeah. And, um, he had the two shows booked. He did the first one, which your friend was at. And he just, he said he felt sick. He felt, uh, uh, like he had to throw up. Um, and, he decided instead of he was like, I was so close to just going to the next show. But thank God he decided, you know what? It's not worth it. I'll go to the hospital, went to the hospital. They found out that, you know, he had the heart attack and I think they immediately put a stint in it. Yeah. I don't know if he had a full I don't no way he had like a full surgery yet. Right. No, my God. The, the way he the speed with which he posted everything and, and all that he couldn't have had surgery. There's no way. Yeah. Um, I think that he went into surgery after he had the, the, uh, the, what do you call it? The stint put in because, because I remember seeing his picture. I remember saying he had a stint. And then I remember seeing much later, which is today, a thing about his daughter put up saying that he just now got out of, uh, the, uh, whatever. So I don't know if he had, um, anything else done. So I I don't know. I, I, but, you know, because those kind of things that a stint is only can, you know, it's 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 almost like putting a Band-Aid on it um, to, to, to some degree. Like some people do have to get the the bypass. So I'm, I'm curious if he's going to end up having to do that. Um, but, man, it's it's scary. His, his father passed away from that. I saw. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of it hits home for me, too, because I've had some relatives, including my father, who had a heart attack. Uh, and it's that is that is scary. Uh, I can't imagine what he went through, his family. Um, it's just that's terrifying. Uh, and the thing is, like, he's gotten a lot healthier. Like, I know he's lost some weight. Um, I don't know if he still smokes cigarettes or not, but just weed. That's just weed yeah that's that's gotta be kind of a wake-up call though you know yeah uh just 
you know I, i'm it, not i'm not seeing anything like I, i'm looking but i don't see any updates it doesn't look okay. like it because he did a facebook live thing and he's still i mean he's sitting gotcha. up in his hospital bed baseball cap on and everything so i don't i don't uh, i don't think that he did okay okay yeah i'm showing you they said that he had a hundred percent blockage in his led artery uh, aka the widow maker yeah and see my dad had it in not not that one but a different one and uh they were like, well, distance, you know, okay, but you gotta consider the other one. So I, I'm, I'm curious if he's gonna if he's gonna go through with the surgery or not. Um, you know, uh, we are both just gigantic fans of Kevin Smith. Like a lot of, you know, the Clerks movie came in an age I think when I stopped looking at movies the same way. It was almost like a transitional period for me um, with film. Um, and I know a lot of people who, cause I, I don't, I wouldn't consider myself, uh, what do you call it? A film buff or anything like that. Right. But we probably see more films than most people. Um, so it's almost like we have, at least me, um, I, I have like my hands up on the window of those kind of people, if that makes sense, where I can see in the, the window and I can see, like, I can see why they love film and all that other stuff. Um, and Kevin Smith to me was kind of that gateway where I started really looking at films differently when I started really paying attention to behind the scenes and how they were made and why they were made and you know clerks and mall rats they were just such different films than I was used to and you know it, it he always felt like uh, here I'm talking about him like he's passed away but <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying like he feels like like that 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 wall between you and celebrities uh, and directors and everything else he feels like the guy that is like there's no wall there he's like i'm just like you and you know i he feels like in anybody could make a movie anyone you know that could go run up a thirty thousand dollar credit card could go do what he did if that makes sense and and part of it is because he's the first one to tell you look if i made a movie anybody can make a movie <laughs> exactly he has and he has no illusions about anything some people they make a movie and it gets big in any way and it and it goes to their head whether they want it to or not it just happens and and kevin has always seemed you know even in some of the older interviews where where there was there was a little bit of pretentiousness there on occasion it wasn't oh yeah it wasn't big Excuse me. It wasn't like, oh, I made a movie. Now I'm a big deal. Pretentious. It was the kind of nobody understands me. Why aren't you know, why don't more people dig my movies kind of thing, which is which is a, a whole different side of it. But oh, yeah, as as time went on, and I think especially after everything that happened with um, the, the I can't even remember uh, cop out. After everything yeah. that happened with that, and he just took time away and 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 did his own thing and just kind of cooled cooled off and took a look at everything, I think that really helped him center and find the 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 person that that we see now. This guy who's just saying, "Look, I I tripped and fell into this," and right. and, and he's always been grateful to it. And what he did with Tusk, whether you like the movie or not, you've gotta you've gotta love how we saw the process from start to finish. 
we, mm-hmm. you know, the, the episode of, of Smodcast where they came up with the idea and they admit it. They're like, this is the dumbest idea ever, but wouldn't it make a fun movie? Right. They're like, nobody's going to make this movie. Well, hell, I'm a filmmaker. I'll make the movie. And he did. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. say what you want about it. The man had an idea and he got it done. Yeah. Better or worse, doesn't matter. He got it done. And that by itself is impressive. And the idea yeah. of of taking everybody along and and almost every podcast he did during the production. Hey, here's what we're doing now. Hey, here's what happened here. Oh, man, I fell through part of the stage, but because I was fat, I got stuck like Winnie the Pooh and they had to pull me out and I'm right. fine. Like there's he, no there's no air about it. He knows he knows who he is and he knows that some people really love him and and some people really don't. And he doesn't really give a damn. Not in a right. in a callous kind of I don't care if you don't like me kind of way, but just in a eh, whatever, can't please everybody. And that's right. you know, the 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 work ethic and everything, like he's he's a good dude. And I he and I tip my hat to him and, and a lot of mm-hmm. advice that he's given I try to I try to stick by because it's just solid, sensible advice. Yeah. Yeah, amen. Yeah, it's yeah, I, I couldn't send it better myself. It's it's it's, you know, um, definitely gonna be following to see how he does, and I look forward to, you know, he's you know he's itching to get back on a microphone and tell people about his story and and everything else. Uh, you said he's got like a Facebook video and stuff. Yeah, he did like an almost twenty minute video. He's got up on Facebook about it. Oh wow! Yeah, I need to go watch that. I, I can't wait until the next episode of Hollywood Babylon because you know when they bring him out, you know like Ralph's gonna have a walker or a, an oxygen, a fake oxygen oh, tank yeah. or something to bring out with it. They're gonna have so much okay. fun with it. It's gonna be great. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, you know, and you know, just hope he does. Hope he gets better and gets healthy, and uh, you know, many, many more years for him. Yes, many, um, many, many. Oh yeah. Um, let's get into. We got some box office numbers up here. Yeah, I'm do the we'll do the top five for the week again. Um, yeah. Black Panther had a damn good second week, uh, with uh, just short of 112 million, which is a smaller percentage drop than the last Jedi had. Black yeah. Black Panther is on track to do some major, major bank. Well, I saw a, a picture. It had like the first ten days of Black Panther compared to Last Jedi, compared to Age of Ultron, and it did better than those two movies. Yeah, it's 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 on. It's crazy. It, it the, uh, the the big thing is going to be whether or not it is going to be staying power, and I think part of the the problem is it, it, through March it's going to start having some some more competition. Yeah. And, uh, so oh, that's... definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I'm, I meant to go see it last weekend, but I was so packed and busy. So definitely seeing it again this week. And I, I saw that it's still going to be in the Dolby Theater. So I'm going to be seeing it back in that theater. And uh, I don't know, pretty excited to see it again. Um, I know we have uh, the next big one is um, Ready Player One, right? Yeah, end of end of March. Well, uh, A Wrinkle in Time comes out before that. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. We've that's got right. a wrinkle in time and Pacific Uprising before we get to before we get to Ready Player One. 
Gotcha. Okay. Okay. I guess that's the next big one for me, at least. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but uh, Pacific, uh, yeah, you said Pacific Rim, right? Yeah. Yeah. We've got yeah. Uh, we've got a wrinkle in time in two weeks. No, in in a week, a week from Friday. This week is uh, we'll, we'll jump ahead a little bit. Uh, I'm not excited about that one, but I'm gonna go see it. So yeah, that's a well. No, actually, we'll we'll come back to that because I want to spend a minute on them. Um, okay. But anyway, the drop in Black Panther was was just shy of forty five percent, which was not a bad first to second weekend drop is not Mm -mm. bad at all uh total domestic gross puts it a little shy of 404 million it's uh it's Mm. i think over 700 global Mm. now okay uh it's yeah it's and it's not slowing down Uh, i saw estimates from monday that said it made about 8 million just on a monday Oh, wow. Um, which is which is about half of what Game Night made in its opening weekend. <laughs> 17 million, which, again, not terrible, um, no. but uh, probably not going to make its money back. Sorry, Warner Brothers. Um, they probably didn't think Black Panther was going to be as big of a juggernaut as it is. Dude, everybody was... Th- the money that Black Panther made its second weekend was what people were saying it was probably going to make its opening weekend. Yeah. And it's, oh, yeah. no, nobody, and myself included, I'm, I'm thrilled to be wrong. Nobody saw oh, yeah. this coming. Not at yeah. all. Uh, and I'm just, I'm floored and I love it. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, Peter Rabbit came in third. Sony keeps putting these out. Uh, 12 million and change. <laughs> just, just a little under 13. Uh, about a 27% drop from the week before. So it's, it's uh, it's about it's total domestics about seventy one millions. Not terrible, but also probably not tremendously profitable for Sony either. Yeah. By the time all said and done, um, yeah. Annihilation made eleven million, which is due in large part to the fact that it didn't come out on a lot of screens. Um, it's oh yeah, that's right. That's out. That's something I need to see. Yeah, from what I've heard, it's not bad. Um. I'll yeah. actually have to go to the theater I work at to see it because it's not playing in Statesville. Oh, okay. We've got every day here, but we don't have Annihilation, which I thought was strange because I thought the amount of screens was flipped. I thought every day was coming out on fewer screens than Annihilation was. Mm. But, you know, things happen. And uh, rounding out the top five, Fifty Shades, uh, seven million. Uh putting it just short of 90 uh, a a fairly dismal kind of uh run that it's had they i think they expected you know well the first one did fantastic the second one not so much but that's what happens the third one is going to come back up um it didn't uh the uh freed has done has done uh has done less money than than the second one did I think we're just out of that like that time frame where Twilight was everyone was talking about. Well, Fifty this Shades was, of Grey. Here's the thing, though: the girls that really enjoyed Twilight ten years ago were kind of were were part of the target audience for this. It was it was soccer moms and and girls who grew up on Twilight. Sure, but I guess um, I. Hmm. The, I think if something else came out like that, it would be more uh, popular. It just seems like that had its, that was 
exciting four years ago or whatever that was what, popular. Twi- what, Twilight or Fifty Shades? Fifty Shades, right? Yeah, when, four, when, four or five years, something like that. I, I feel like the time has passed for it now. Yeah. Um, like it's, you know, it's whatever the next thing like that is right around the corner. Yeah. Well, it's like um, the it's like the Slenderman movie that's coming out. That's like two years too late. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That that's that's exactly what I mean. It yeah. just it seems like that point in time was big for it, but it has certainly passed. Yeah. Um yeah. So it does it, it, it those kind of films don't have the same like so they're not like superhero films that just seem like they have much longer, you know, time period to be popular before they they fizzle out. It, yeah, it's like that. Right, this... that yeah, that just seemed yeah. like it came and it, it. I don't know. I think people are looking for the next thing. I guess. Yeah, and they'll they'll find it and will probably yeah. be worse off for it because it'll be just as bad. No, uh, I don't know. I think that kind of genre can be done well uh, uh, um, as soon as it is. I'll believe you. No, but okay. But people said the same thing about comic book movies. And like there, there's going to be a ton of bad ones, but I think that kind of genre can be done right. I, I, I agree. I'm just, I'm, I'm not saying it can't be. I'm just saying as soon as it is, I'll believe because <laughs> right. I, I, no, because I totally agree. You're absolutely right. It is like comic book films where they were yeah. just bad for so long until finally they got it right. And it was the yeah, same thing. But, it was like, well, comic book movies are going to be huge. Superheroes are going to be amazing. Yeah. Okay. I'll believe it when I see it. And now we've seen it. There's something to those kind of films. Like there's a re I mean, there's a reason why they have so many fans, but, um, you know, may- maybe it had a little bit more of a crossover appeal. I don't know. How are you going to um, crossover appeal with this though? <laughs> yeah, but you could say the same thing about a lot of genres that, that were very inclusive at one point in time that did not, f- I don't know. I, I just, I see when I see those kind of films and I see people like you said, the people went to saw the theater. It seemed like they were dragging their boyfriends to it and they wanted nothing to do with it. Yeah. Uh, if, if you somehow got them interested in it in some way, um, the, the, I think it, maybe you would have something just gold on your there hands, is if a that makes ve- sense. There is a very easy way to do that with a movie like this. And I, I may I may catch some flack for this, but but, you know, let's be brutally honest here. The way you get guys to not hate going to this movie is to say, guys, you sit through this movie for two hours. You know what kind of mood your lady's going to be in when you get home. Well, yeah, I mean, I that's mean, the that's, obvious. I, that, that's what everyone knows when they go see that kind of film. And I mean, you but, know, it's 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 crass and it's and it's tactless to say it. But that's that's the draw there. If they just put it in the advertising, then right. guys wouldn't have hated it quite so much. Right. I think it's, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's who they're choosing. I don't know. I don't know what they can do. I'm not a writer. Make make better movies because those movies have been awful. They've they've just been terrible from start to finish because the source material was trash and not the fun kind of trash. Because you can have fun trash. You can have fun, badly written, like little garbage stuff. And it's fine. This was not that. This was something that was bad writing that took itself way too seriously and Mm -hmm. and from that when you allow that author to then have control over the script you're going to have exactly what you get because the movies are are crap they're terrible right right so i i think yeah it it could just be done better you're absolutely right um but 
one day. Yeah. Um. <laughs> right. Anyway, this week's movies, uh, we'll start with Red Sparrow from Fox. Uh, Ooh, I want to see that. Has been, this, this is the flip side of, you know, Game Night got a nine from IGN, and I thought, well, I didn't see this coming. Uh, I thought Red Sparrow was going to get, you know, like a five or six because it looks fairly cookie cutter. It got a two and a half. What? They savaged it. They destroyed it. And I haven't now, to be fair, I have not read any other reviews. This is just one review that I read. Um, So I don't know what the general consensus is. But I tended to echo their sentiment of looking at this and thinking this just doesn't look remotely interesting oh it does to me it basically Uh, looks like black widow the movie it looks like they made a cheap black widow knockoff and they left out it look oh no to me the trailers look like they made a black widow movie where they did not have the weight of having all of these other disney movies attached to it where they can make it a a rated r film and they could go balls to the walls with a badass female protagonist being this crazy you know uh uh almost like a straight up black widow you know but they just called it red sparrow like it seemed to the t a rated r black widow movie and that had me excited so to hear that it's not that sucks because when you say cheap i don't think jennifer lawrence i I don't think cheap when I see her, when I see what film she's in. I think that she's like one of the top actors on the planet right now. No, and I totally agree. I just, from every trailer that I had seen, I looked at this and I thought, oh, it's like a Black Widow movie, but devoid of anything interesting. Like I didn't, but, but, and, and, and but see putting, the Black Widow character to me has been devoid of anything interesting for a lot of the films. It always seemed like we got pieces of it where she's right. like the Red Room and stuff like that. We never got anything meaty until it's the the last few movies. It seemed. Yeah, and that's fair. But it seems that to me looked like exactly what this movie was going to be. Was hey, here's right. a bland. Just kind of, oh, you know every story beat, and they're not, and this isn't going to be interesting. So I wonder I, what I wonder if Disney looks at this film and goes, "Should we make a Black Widow movie?" I, I think I think Disney looks at this film and goes, "Ha ha ha ha, um, yeah. watch watch us do it better." Um, <clears throat> no, I hope they do. Yeah, yeah, if this is truly bad, then yes, I do hope whatever the next thing is, if it's Disney doing it, does it better. Um, uh yeah no i mean that sucks oh well i got movie pass so it's not that big of a deal yeah i'm i am still gonna check it out because i am i am curious and i am a big jennifer lords fan um and i you know i i I am gonna check it out just just so that i know because i hate being one of those guys like what a critic said it's awful therefore i'm not gonna go see it i never do that i look at a movie and i'm i you know because i was on the fence about this one and if i'm on the fence i'm still gonna go see it um, yeah, but like, for instance, I still haven't seen the last Transformers film. I have absolutely no desire to see it. I don't want to see it. Oh yeah. I don't I care. Uh, <laughs> you know what I am going to see this week? Finally. What? Coco. Oh yeah. Because it's out on digital now. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, no, I man. saw my, my, uh, one of my buddies got the, I, th- I think it's out on Blu-ray now too. Cause he had the, oh yeah, yeah it uh, is. <clears throat> he had the steel box and it just looked beautiful the steel box itself with all the colors and everything Ooh, definitely makes me want to go get that yeah and uh, i hear it's good <laughs> it's it is it's very good uh you will you will enjoy this man can i tell you something this is 
it's something I want to get in the future. The uh, the and I was almost I was so close. I was so close. I was thinking, oh man, this sounds crazy, but I went to Best Buy uh, to to go get some things, and I wandered into the TV section, and I shouldn't have done that. Oh no, you looked at <laughs> but, you looked at 4K TVs, didn't you? No, I looked at the LG OLED TVs, oh. and they looked like sex. They're, yeah, yeah, they do. No, they really do. Oh man, it was like it was it was a fifty five inch. It was like fifteen hundred, and I was thinking like, well, I could put this on a card or something. And I, I got out of the store without spending any money, thankfully. <laughs> but man, that is a dream. That that's definitely uh, yeah. something that I want. Maybe save for or whatever, or maybe wait a few years when OLED is just the norm. But uh, man, they had they had these great four um, K televisions for. Uh, I think it was like three hundred dollars yeah, for they're... like a whatever TLC or TCL, and I was like, oh, I can actually get that. That's totally in my price range. I could, and you know, and then the guy, of course, they they tell you like a car salesman. Well, that's not true HDR. The true HDR is over here. That just allows the signal and blah blah and he talked me out of it and that's when he brought me to the ol oled and i'm like these are completely out of my price range but yeah. holy shit <laughs> oh my yeah. god did they look nice yeah oh so just it's like uh, man to see something like coco on something like that with the colors popping and everything whew, maybe in a few years that's a movie that's a that's a good test of a tv that oh, would yeah. yeah because the the dark's the dark parts get dark and the colors really pop. So oh, that yeah. would be, yeah, that's actually a fairly decent test balloon for a TV. Yeah. I imagine. Yeah. So if you got a TV like that and you got a 4k player, go get Coco. Cause I'm sure that's going to look good on it. Those animated movies, just the, those are definitely the, 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 like you said, the testing, uh, devices for it. Cause man, do they look good? Yeah. Um, so who knows? Maybe, 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 maybe next year uh, the tax man's a little bit more um, kinder to me. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I have to do this year to do that, but <laughs> I, I, know, I know the feeling, man. I know yeah. the feeling. Yeah. So who, who knows? Maybe I'll have a kid or two. And then I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> man, my some of my friends who have kids, their tax returns just look so much better. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, but then you know, there's the trade-off of oh, but by the way, you also have this human being to take care of. No, no, I know, I, I know, I know. When I see them, like ten grand. How did you get that back? I'm like, what is going on? Good god. Yeah. Oh. oh man, but um, I don't know. One can dream. One day, who yeah. knows? But uh, we've also but, got uh, something else coming out this week, and, and I want to take a, a second to talk about about this. Um, okay. Because it's Death Wish, and it's it's a movie that I hope makes negative money. I I hope this movie tanks. I hope it bombs. I hope it ends Bruce Willis's career, because first of all, it's a. I, I'm just I'm so tired of Bruce Willis, and so is everybody in Hollywood by all accounts. So this is just another, Hey, I'm Bruce Willis and I'm going to star in this movie where I do whatever I want. And at the end of the day, I win because that's all he does anymore. But isn't this, isn't this a remake? It's, or a, something? it's a remake of, of, of a Charles Bronson film. And uh, okay. this could not come out at the worst at, at, at any worst possible time. 
Death Wish is basically the antithesis of Black Panther. Because he, here, and, and I will be happy to explain, because yeah, yeah. because the, the whole point of this movie is here's a white guy in a hoodie going around killing people, and is that a good idea? I'm sorry, Trayvon Martin was a black kid who got who was wearing a hoodie and got shot because he was holding a candy bar. This is not, we, we live in a society right now where this just should not happen. This movie is just, is just not, it, it, this is tone deaf. This is beyond tone deaf to the point of, of, of just being ridiculous. But w- would you say the same thing about the Punisher? There's, there's an argument to be made for the Punisher. There is. And I, I, I think. Is it because it's Bruce Willis that it feels more like that? I think, I think that is part of it. I think it absolutely to is. To me at least, that's that, yeah. Cause I, I was, I, I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I, but I was thinking it's kind of similar to the Punisher. There's, but there is an argument to be made there. That's for sure. And it's, and it's definitely a discussion worth having. I think the idea that, the 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 point of the Punisher isn't I I must it is isn't as simple as oh some guys killed my family now I have to go kill every bad right. guy I can find it's it's it it is more nuanced than that and there is a little more it's it's not quite as tone deaf there there is there is absolutely a discussion to be had there but I it, think it's also I think with with. We're, we're kind of what sets it apart also is that it's a part of a comic book world and there's all these other fantastical characters and you know it, it has that kind of weight to it where i don't think you you go into it with the same mindset as something that is way more kind of a realistic because it looks more realistic more of a like there's no superheroes in this movie you're right. not going to get you know uh deadpool or not deadpool but uh daredevil or something in the background um so i think that kind of you know helps uh the punisher's case where this yeah it just this movie looked like bruce willis was pissed off so he went to go like shoot a bunch of gangsters yeah pretty much and, yeah, uh, at least in the trailer that I that I'm remembering. And that's I mean that's the way they sold it. Oh, and by the way, a hot chick sells him guns and he makes a boner joke. Like I mean oh. that's this no, I I want this movie to absolutely completely and totally tank beyond Yeah, I think anything. it will. I, um, you know, you're you're going to get your middle-aged, you know, guys that are just into those kind of action movies that will maybe go see it. Um but that's it. I I don't like this is I don't I, I don't know anyone my age talking about this movie, um, you know, I, this this kind of looks like one of those videos that you would get at Blockbuster in the 90s uh, <laughs> that you might rent a few times or your dad picks it up or something. You know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. look like something that's going to be good in 2018. No. So I don't expect and I'll and I'll I'll talk numbers next week but i don't think we're gonna have a whole lot of people show up for this oh there's been five of them this straight up is a blockbuster movie from the 90s well because it was because like the first one was a real thing and then the rest of them all suffered from like direct-to-video-itis basically yeah the the, the covers are classic like, oh yeah oh yeah. i don't know anything to rent just pick up death wish three <laughs> yeah pretty much oh my god that's funny but um, you know, so yeah. they felt like, like in this day and age, a remake of this was what we needed. So uh, this was just bad right. decisions all the way around. Um, 
Yeah. And and I don't understand like and here's the thing. My my personal distaste for Bruce Willis aside, he he does not put butts in seats anymore. No, no. He doesn't. Nobody nobody's nobody looks at a thing that says starring Bruce Willis and gets excited. Yeah. They they just don't. Um it's you know, so yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. It's it is what it is, and it'll be what it'll not, be. I I don't think this. It may like make, not even a Die Hard movie because the last one I don't I don't even remember. I remember like his son or Russia or something. Yeah, and I had no excitement for it. If you were to tell me maybe if he was gonna get back with like, I don't know. I I can't think of a movie that I'd be excited if he came back for. Um, at all of the, of the movies that he's done, maybe like a fifth element, maybe, but no, you, you I, I can't think of, yeah, you might be able to get away with like a fifth element sequel. Like that might right. excite people, but not even like be- the, ne- like him and Samuel Jackson got together and did die hard, maybe something like that. But no, all of these no, just, yeah, it just no, doesn't, I, it just doesn't sell. Sorry, but it no. doesn't, uh, Oh, you know what movie he's probably going to be in next? What what movie is he probably going to be in next? Probably has M Night Shyamalan attached to it. Oh, that's right. He is going to be in the. He's going to be. I'll in the, see that. Yeah, but I mean, that's there's your your Samuel L. Jackson co-starring. But, you know what? We did it. We went full yeah, circle. We found it. But again, it's not because of him. It has nothing to do with him. It, it's genuinely not about nothing. him. You could tell me that they replaced him with Danny DeVito, and I'd be more excited. I'd actually want to see that. <laughs> I would be thrilled to see Danny DeVito act as Bruce Willis in that movie. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So as anyway. The, as the red M&M. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Give Danny DeVito more star, uh, more more roles. I, be, I miss Danny DeVito. I really do. Oh yeah, man! I forgot how many seasons there were of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I watched like three seasons, and then I'll just randomly catch a clip on YouTube or something, and I'll be like, "This show is hilarious!" Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's so good. Um, okay, where are we at? Uh, Movie news. Tell me about pandas. <laughs> well, I thought this was appropriate. <laughs> Just, just so you know, there is a movie coming out about pandas. It is a documentary that Kristen Bell is is narrating. Uh, it got a trailer. It looks cute. Um, but but much like Kung Fu Panda, Adam, this one will not have Arnold Schwarzenegger in it either. So. Oh, man. That's skadoosh. It was such good. I talked to my mom about that. And she laughed. Oh, man. Kung Fu Panda. Although, to be fair, I, the- I, I would love to see Arnold Schwarzenegger in a documentary about pandas, though. Oh, yeah. Have him direct. The- have him just uh, voice the whole thing. <laughs> Like like a planet Earth, but with Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> that would be fantastic. And here you see the pandas, and they can't yes. stop eating bamboo. It's all they do, I and then they're sleeping. That. Wake up, pandas! You have to wake up. <laughs> I would love that. Uh, there are so few of you left. Why are you doing nothing? Oh, oh god. Man. Oh, that would. Oh. Oh yeah. Okay. You know, you know, I was just thinking, what, oh, uh, no. what, what were those movies that Stallone put Schwarzenegger in a bunch of them? Expendables. Did Hulk Hogan ever do that? Was he ever in those movies? No. I'm shocked they never put him in one because he was kind of a big star back then. He wasn't an action star. He kind of was. No, he wasn't. Hulk Hogan? Not an action star. 
I saw him in the same kind of roles that I saw like Schwarzenegger, where it was a big muscular guy in a goofy role. Yeah, but nobody actually went to those movies. Like people went, <laughs> people went and saw, people paid to see Rambo. Nobody paid to see, you know, what was it, Mister Nanny or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, Mister Nanny. Sure, they did. No, they did not. Days of Thunder. <laughs> you, don't you come down on me with Days of Thunder now? <laughs> no, not Days of Thunder. I was gonna say, what, what am I thinking oh. of? Uh, Thunder in Paradise. Thunder in Paradise. <laughs> Thunder in Paradise was a TV show. I know. I know. Uh, Sorry, I'm in a totally. Different... <laughs> Days of Thunder was a oh man I'm, maybe I'm remembering that wrong. I was because if Hulk Hogan was in Days of Thunder man then I miss then I've always missed the best part of that movie then I guess. <laughs> yeah no uh, Thunder's in Thunder in Paradise and I think they shot it here at SeaWorld. Yeah the, well because that was where Bischoff went to meet with him to get him to come to WCW was yeah. on was on the set of Thunder in Paradise. Man I wonder if that's on Blu-ray. Oh God I don't even know if they aired it. Yeah, no, I, I, it's got to be on, like, streaming somewhere or, like, on VHS or something. I... Maybe DVD. Maybe, like, the whole series. All right, so you got a point. Maybe yeah, maybe Hogan isn't. <laughs> he was <laughs> <a> Rocky. <laughs> um, as, as, as Thunderlips. That's where he came from. <laughs> oh, my God. It had, it had one 22-episode season. There you go. See, I knew it had. I knew it had something. I remember seeing it on TV. And six episodes have made it onto DVD. I think. <laughs> well, let me okay. let me read this. Uh, Two thousand six, Lionsgate released a three disc Thunder in Paradise collection that contained Thunder in Paradise parts one and two. So yeah, it's six episodes. It's just three mm. two part episodes. Mm. It's ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> Yeah. Um, fine, man, just fine. the the look at the the cover of that of the three disc set. Oh man, do I do I really want to? Tell me that's not awesome. No, it's just this weird picture of him with a gun, somehow on the water, and his boat's in the background, and everything's on fire. <laughs> God, I'll bet it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, there, man. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) every poster. Like if you just if you Google Thunder in Paradise and look at images, just every image is it's it's all the same, pretty much. It's it's all ridiculous. All right. So anyway, back where were we? Uh, The Weinstein Company. Yeah, they're going bankrupt. Um, They're filing for bankruptcy. They were supposed to have a deal in place with somebody, and then that fell through, or a court kept it from falling through, or something. I don't. The details were a little fuzzy, but... They gotta so. gut everybody, change the name, or just let it die. Yeah, so they're... But here's the thing. When when it says it, they filed for bankruptcy, I don't even know what that means anymore. Because it yeah. used to just mean if you filed for bankruptcy, you were done. Like, that was it. But, oh, no, that's definitely not what it means now. Yeah, it's totally different anymore. So I don't know. They'll. It means they'll have to restructure <laughs> and pay a bunch of stuff off, and, and right. who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, J.J. Abrams is finished with his script. Um, so that's good for episode uh, nine. Yeah, he and uh, he and Terrio, they they actually yeah. have a completed script, which is is kind of a first for J.J., I think. Yeah. Wait, why do you say that? Because he's not used to like they like like the script is done 
done. Oh, like I mean, okay. you're saying the script's usually not finished when he goes to on set, or, or it's it, it's it's usually like mostly finished. It's not like he shows up with an outline, you know. I'm not, right. but it's but it's like yeah, we've got pretty much everything figured out. Um, yeah. I think this is a case of where it's like, oh no, we we it's it's done. We wrote it like totally. Oh yeah. All right, we got um, some projects leaked from Fox. Yeah. I, now I hadn't heard about these, um, and the but it, it, the interesting thing was the way I read the headlines were split. It was either we have details of quote unquote secret projects over at Fox. Or it was just a totally bland, oh, by the way, here's some stuff, headlines. So I don't know right. if these were just things that I didn't know about, but I didn't know like the details on any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know Brian K. Vaughn was writing a Silver Surfer movie for them, which is yeah. fantastic news. Oh, yeah. Well, they, they kind of, uh, not too long ago, they leaked that... Um, Oh, what's his face? I just went to DC. Uh, Bendis. I know Bendis is working on like a secret X-Men project. I think this is kind of all in those same lines where they're like, hey, quick, write us something real fast. And we'll see, you know, we'll see what it does. Um, uh, kind of like what they did with Bendis. Um, I think that's kind of what this is. Um, the the Silver Surfer by Brian K. Vaughn makes total sense. He, you know, th- that's him just kind of getting ready for his uh, saga um they know he can do sci-fi you know and uh, that that would be perfect yeah um uh, i would love some brian cave on silver surfer um uh i see F- x-forces begin shooting in october yep even though i so can't fox spell is, on fox here. is fox is not like slowing down even though disney bought them no no and i mean hasn't, why yeah. would they like how much this kind of stuff is not going to change from a you know, when Disney comes in, they're not going to just scrap everything that's already in production. And and the other thing is, this deal is still not done. This deal is not going to be done for months and I, months and months. I think once it is, I, you're absolutely right. I think once it is officially done, I think they do s- scrap the X Men universe. I, I don't think, think that would be the last we see of it. I I think well, I I think that anything that hasn't made it to pre production gets gets junked. But if there's right. like if there are films that they're already working on, like if say Silver Surfer goes, well, we'll use X Force. X Force is going to shoot in October. It's going to be in post production for months. Like they're, I, it, it's uh, gonna I, it's gonna go from production. It's gonna be in post production oh, yeah. when this deal is done. So I don't right. If it's in production, then yes. If it's in pre production, I think they scrap it because it doesn't make sense to do a movie that's not going to be attached to their bigger picture. Yeah, I, I, I it's going to be. A, I think it'll definitely be a case by case basis. Right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, Side note: Sting was in Thunder in Paradise as well. Oh God, of course he was. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, but yeah, man. I I yeah. It, whew, these are Doctor Doom movie. How are you going to do a Doctor Doom movie? This is one that I hope they scrap. D- don't get me wrong. Doctor Doom is arguably one of my favorite villains. Done right. Yeah, I would love if there's a um, there's a Doctor Doom comic um, with um, with uh, Stephen Strange, and uh, it's called uh, Triumph and Torment, I believe, um, and it's about they're both doctors, obviously, and <laughs> um, Stephen Strange 
Doctor, I'm sorry, Doctor Doom wants to become what Stephen Strange is. Um, now I forget what that is again. It's like the the master of the mystic arts or whatever. So, Sorcerer now, Supreme. I think. Sorcerer Supreme. That's it. Yes. I need to go back and read. It's been a while. Uh, it's something uh, oral from um, a, a comic shop gave me, and I, I loved it. And it tells the story of, um, you know, Doctor Doom is like straight up. I'm. I want to do what you do. Um, and uh, it's the story about. It's about his essentially. It's about isn't it about right. his mom? That's what I was getting to. Is yes. that it's a story about them saving his mom from hell. That's right. Yeah, God, I haven't read this in an, in an age, but yeah. And it's it's really cool and it's really interesting. And you know how like Thor had a movie with Hulk? I could totally see a Doctor Strange and a Doctor Doom movie. Um, you know, you just call it Doctor and Doctor, I guess. But it, it would be such a cool thing for them to do. Because Doctor Doom alone doesn't really make sense. Like, you could tell his side of the story and, you know, how he got to where he was, um, which is actually really interesting. There's a comic out there where it's actually about Doctor Doom's point of view. And it's all skewed and it all makes him look like the, uh, the, the this guy that was you know, um, attacked and, and you know, it just makes him look like a good guy. Cause that's how he sees himself. He doesn't see himself as the villain, um, of the story. So I don't know I, that that'd be interesting. Um, but you know, we'll see, we'll see, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, I, I would rather wait until Disney gets a hold of that for them to do Dr. Doom and fantastic four stuff and all of that. Agreed. Absolutely. Yeah. Agreed. Oh yeah! Did you see the uh, picture that came out from? Um, uh, uh, I was gonna say uh, Captain Marvel, but that's not his name anymore. Shazam? Shazam, the one of like him at the mall. It does not look good. It, it looks well, it looks like the character from the comics, but it's um, I don't know if that's a good thing. I yeah I but there's it looks like a guy dressing up as him well but here's the thing you have to remember that guy is actually a child so i know i know but he's got a muscle suit on it looks oh and i guess you 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 can't take set photos and be like well that looks terrible yeah Uh, because they all do i'm gonna wait Um, this is one that even when they show like and here's your first official look i am gonna wait for a trailer before i decide on this because then you're gonna have context and i think that in, in in particular with with Shazam is very important. No, I agree. I agree. I, I'm I'm excited for the movie. Still going to see it, of course. Um, probably sucks that that got got leaked for them. I'm sure. I mean, not. I think really I saw on Twitter the, the the guy playing him, the actor, whatever his name is, Levi or whatever. Yeah. He wants to release like actual images of it, but he can't. The studio doesn't want to right well, now. Well, so I mean, <laughs> like it's a photo from the back and the side. Like, I mean, it's a crap photo for one thing. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I you know, I, I I will I I in in somewhat uncharacteristic fashion, I will withhold judgment from this particular DC project because uh, yeah. I really want this to work because I really love Zachary Levi for one thing. Like, mm-hmm. I, so I'm. I just, I don't know. Yeah, we will see. We will see. Um, uh, you go ahead and take the next one here. Yeah, speaking of Captain Marvel, um, uh, Gemma Chan from Humans uh, has been cast as Doctor Minerva or Minerva in the same fashion as Marvel. Uh, 
uh, who in the comics was a Kree spy, if I remember right. My Captain mm. Marvel's a little rusty. Um, so I'm assuming villain, um, antagonist yeah. at the very worst. Um, but okay, right. cool. Good choice. I'm down. Yeah. Um, Josh Whedon exits from Batgirl saying I really didn't have a story. Yeah, they gave him a year to take a crack at it and he couldn't find a way that that he liked and so instead of trying to force something he said, "You know what? I'm out. I I I don't have it." And what, what? I saw a lot of people not liking Josh Whedon. Remind me again why people don't like him? Uh there's a big deal about he wrote a Wonder Woman script a while back that was very, you know, cuz Joss is is kind of celebrated as being very you know, I mean, you look at, at shows like Buffy and how they're very pro-woman. And his right. Wonder Woman script was not. Oh, uh, okay. And so there was a lot of backlash over that. And I thought, did he sexually harass somebody or something? Because that's the vibes I got from some people who were like, yes, good, I'm glad he's out. And it was almost like, I've never seen people cheer like that for... Yeah. It's 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 a bizarre thing that I didn't see. Um, sadly, <clears throat> I wouldn't have I wouldn't be surprised, just just because Hollywood. Um, well, I thought this is a guy who did Avengers. I haven't heard of anything like that's terrible I, about I mean, him. So I, that was kind of the thing. I would have thought that if I had, had even seen something, it would have popped. Um, but I remember yeah, the yeah, yeah. I remember the thing that I the thing that I remember was the Wonder Woman script was very. What right. was very like almost demeaning in a way, um, mm. and sometimes it, it, not subtly either. Like this was not a this was not a good. This was the exact opposite of what you would expect. It was almost more of a Michael Bayish script in that kind of way. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, uh, so a lot of okay. people saying, "Oh, see, he's not perfect. Uh huh. See, he does it. He does the same crap too. Like kind of stuff." Mm, gotcha. But well. You know. So he's off the project. Um, interesting good. to see who they replace him with. I, I can't wait to see what woman they bring in to do it because it should be. Yeah. I yeah. think that was the number one thing I saw from people besides yeah. the fact that they were excited he left was that they were hoping that a uh, woman would now take reins, which would be cool. Yeah. I'm be dope. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. We got some Jurassic Park 3 news. Uh, the film uh, gets a June 11th, 2021 uh, release date. Um, will be co-written by Emily... Oh, my gosh, I should have had you take this one, because Carmichael. Car- Car- Carmichael. 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 Why did I say Carmichael? I'm such an idiot. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's too late, people. It's very late. And I can't read names, as we uh, all know. Uh, Pacific Rim Uprising and Colin Trevorrow. Tra- 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, uh okay uh so is this the uprising that's the movie coming up right yeah it's in a few weeks 23rd so we'll see how good that one is i don't know if i like the cgi on the new one i'm you know i'm not i'm not digging the brightness i that's my problem everything pops a little too much for me but that's 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 nitpicky i will admit that's nitpicky um i i i'm gonna go see it i'm excited for it i hope it's in our big theater so i can you know sneak in and watch half of it but mm-hmm. you know I, I i i'm excited for it i want to see yeah it. the big robots did i don't know they just don't have that heft to them they look too fake to me they i like yeah. the way the machine is 
like moving and grinding within i don't know it, uh, there's a this is just this is just old dumb me but i wish when i saw a movie with a big robot it took them longer to do things if that makes sense it, well, there I mean, should be a weight to them when they move when they should it should not be like super fast like it feels like i don't know does that make sense no i totally agree the first pacific rim did that pretty well i thought yeah no that 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 did um this one it's like yeah like power rangers no i'm with you they there is there is a, a lightness to it it's a good way to put it yeah, like there should be some heft, and when they move, it should just shake and rattle. And you can do that with the way you shoot it and with the, the camera angles, because this just—I don't know—it's just the CGI fell all off on it. So, um, but you know, it's uh, should be good. It's got a boy John Boyega in it, so I'm excited. Yeah. Um, we got some Guardians Volume Three news. Yeah, this was this was weird. They asked what I think. James Gunn was doing a a Q&A on Twitter and somebody asked if Mark Hamill was going to be in the film and he had a little fun response to it like hey if anybody can tell him to meet me for a cup of coffee then you know we'll talk about it and everybody had a good laugh and Mark basically just kind of went uh okay yeah sure where you want to sit down <laughs> yeah <laughs> like so I don't know we may have he may pop up in the next Guardians movie who knows I would love that. But honest to God, I hope it's as Mark Hamill. I hope it's... it's oh, I would love that. I hope it's like... like I hope that it's Star-Lord doing a whole like, oh my God, you were in Star Wars kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, I really hope that it's like him freaking out at some kind of fan convention because we know by Volume 3 they'll have come to Earth because we know they're coming to Earth in Avengers. Uh, so like... What if, just, he runs at, what if he runs into him in space and he's like, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? <laughs> You can't tell anyone about this. Oh, no one's going to believe me. Oh, oh, I'd love that. Like he's, he's chilling at a bar. <laughs> that would be great. Just like a, like the like the cantina or something. So he's like, what? Is that Mark Hamill? I don't know. That'd be hilarious. Just just drink. Just have him. No, just have him like saunter through some kind of some kind of bar out in space. And he and he bumps into this dude and knocks his hood back. And he spit- and what if he just looks at him and says. No one's going to believe this. I would just I, <laughs> walks away. The 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 best part about that though would be like he spills his blue milk. Right, right, exactly. And just like they just kind of lock eyes, and I would love for Mark to just kind of wink, and for Chris to turn around and have that face, it just that excited little kid face of oh my god, and turn back around to say something, and he's gone. You can make that a joke throughout the whole movie where he's like trying to tell everyone on the yes, ship yes. that he bumped into Mark Hamill and they're like, what are you talking about? You are never going to believe who I just saw in there. Yeah, we don't care. We have whoever the villain is chasing us right now. We'll have to do this later. All right. But but you guys, this is a really great story. Yeah. Well, tell us if we don't die. Rocket's just like, what are you, t- what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'd be great. And have Drax like, tell me about these wars. <laughs> tell me about it, it. Oh my God. Tell me about the, the wars of the new stars. I, I want to, I want to know about these wars. <laughs> right, right. Oh man. That would be such a fun gag. <laughs> how do you have a sword you know made out of that? Yeah. You know, how you, Go for um, it. they were going to have, what's his face being guardians. And the last one, it was Nathan Fillion. Yeah, he was um, going to be the actor. He was going to be uh uh oh. 
Yeah, damn it. it the guy who, he was going to be the non-superhero version of, oh, hell. I, yes. I um, cannot remember. I know there are people yelling at me right now. Um, he's got the red in his eyes. Yes. He's, uh, Simon, no. Yes, um, yes. Simon, it's a, oh, man. I've got to look this up because this is making me crazy. While you look that up, he was essentially going to be playing Tony Stark in a movie. So he was an actor playing Tony Stark in the movie Tony uh, Iron Man. Yeah, he, um, one, and that was kind of the joke. Yeah, Wonder Man, Simon Williams. Wonder Man, he was, exactly. He so was you, getting... you could have Wonder Man <laughs> if they go to Earth. You could have Wonder Man and and Mark Hamill's <laughs> having a beer or something. Oh, but, yeah, great. Good oh time. man, good time. So where where were we at? So that that'd be awesome. Mark Hamill and Guardians Three, of course. Sign me up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, uh, Chris McKay uh, from Lego Batman to direct um, a film for Hasbro, the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Yeah. Um. Sure. Why not? Go for it. Good on you. Yeah. Um. Danny Boyle reportedly in talks to direct the next Bond film. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah would look very interesting. <laughs> Paul King from Paddington uh, in talks to direct live-action Pinocchio. Yeah, because this guy's not all of a sudden red hot for... Right. I mean, because he's doing... Because uh, they're, they're talking about him for Pinocchio. He he just signed on to do, do something for... Was it Warner Brothers? I'm um, not sure. He just, like, just the... Because uh, we talked about it last week. It was crazy. Um, mm. Paul King has signed on to... Do... I can't find it. Oh, Willy Wonka. That was the other thing. Oh, okay. He's doing the next Willy Wonka movie. That was it. Yeah. Um, We got... Uh, Chris Tucker says film for... Uh, it says Rush Hour 4 is eventually going to happen. So. I, well, yeah, he's got to do something with his life. Yeah. <laughs> I, love, I, love, I love Chris Tucker. I, 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 I actually think he's funny and I enjoy him. Uh, but man, if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for Friday and rush hour, nobody would know who he is at all. I would love another Friday movie. They're working on a last Friday. They have been for yeah. a while now. Oh yeah. I think straight, I, I think love. like he was really digging on it and then straight out of Compton came along. He's like, well shit, I got to go work on this now. Right, right, right. Um, <clears throat> we got some, um, here you go and take the yeah, next this one. Yeah, this one, here. this one's interesting. They're doing a futuristic Zorro movie. It's just called Z. Um, and it's got some people attached to it already. Nobody that I thought was really interesting. Um, but the, the newest piece of news is that, uh, Kiersey Clemens, who was in Dope, uh, is going to co-star in it. She's going to be the female lead. Mm, um, that's dope. It's, 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 who's the director? A futuristic Zorro sounds pretty cool. It, it could be interesting. It could genuinely be interesting. And uh, I I don't remember exactly who was directing it. Was it Jonas Quadron? I think, because it wasn't, it wasn't the Quadron that we're used to. It wasn't him. But it's somebody with the same... With the same last name, uh, I'll look that up real quick. But I, I thought I was like, okay, they're, yeah, they're they're doing this. This is gonna be this is gonna be a thing, because we hadn't heard about this for, I don't know, months. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jonas Cuadron. 
So good for him. Um, yeah. Set in the near future, uh, be written and directed by Quaron, financed by Lantica Media, which I'm not familiar with. Uh, mm. Will be starring. Uh, I lost it. I had it and I lost it. Uh, Gael Garcia Bernal, who I'm going to look up because the name sounds familiar, but I do not remember what I have seen him in, if anything. Probably not anything. Um, mm. Doesn't look like it. But no, he was in. He was in. Was he in Coco? He was in who? He was in Coco. Who was he in oh. Coco? Not sure. Uh, that's interesting. It won't tell me. But anyway, this is going to be a thing. I'm very excited about that. Cool. Um, we got um some Netflix news. Jay and Mark uh, Duplass from Creep uh, sign with uh, the Netflix for the rights uh, for the next four films. That's kind of big. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he played Hector in Coco. Okay, very cool. Very cool indeed. Mm. Um, but yeah, Creep, if if you haven't... Have you seen Creep? No. Oh, it's 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 creepy. Uh, creepy? Appropriately. Hey! Definitely <laughs> worth checking out. Yeah. Let's see here. Creep. Yeah, definitely. I'll check it out. Um, but uh, let's see here. Now, I don't I don't get this. <laughs> you and me both, man. Um, Fo- yeah, you take it. <laughs> yeah, Fox Searchlight is producing the biopic of a guy named Richard Montanez. Or Montanez. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a janitor from what I have been able to piece together that had a great idea and also through a lot of hard work uh, wound up becoming a big time player with Frito-Lay. Um, his big his big claim to fame though is why they're calling this movie Flamin' Hot because he came up with the idea for Flamin' Hot Cheetos and that <laughs> gets you your own freaking movie. It is popular. There's a lot of people that like those chips. I, you know, look, of of every movie that we've had about everybody on the planet, I, I, I'm actually curious about this movie because it is a little outside the norm. He's not a musician or an athlete or a world leader. He's a guy who had a hell of an idea. And there's... Uh, did you see the founder? Wait, wait. So is the movie about... Oh, okay. It's a biopic about him. Yeah, it's about him. It's not about Cheetos. It's about him. <laughs> I kept thinking, what on earth are they going to do? A mo- I thought like Ch- Chester the Cheeto has his own movie, voiced by Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> like, how are they going to do this? Makes sense now because yeah. that's that's interesting. Yeah, it's the bio. It's it's about the guy. It's it's not about it's it's about the guy who had the idea for Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Right. And I and I say, why not? You know, we've had biopics of every other kind of person. Why not somebody who had a who just had a billion dollar idea that wasn't, you know, some revolutionary technology? I I, I like I, this idea. I really enjoyed the the founder with Michael Keaton. It was good, and you, yeah. I loved coming away from that movie going, I really hate that I cheered for him. Yeah. No. Totally. Yeah. Uh. It, it's interesting the 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 Ray Kroc story, um, 
Yeah, it's <laughs> that whole movie was crazy. Yeah. Um, and it's one of those things you probably only watch once, but you're like, okay, uh, that's a story I just didn't know fully, and now I do. It makes you look at things a little bit differently. Um, but yeah, that's you know. So if there's if it's anything like that, that's cool. Yeah, I'm down. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Liongate had some announcements. Yeah, they uh, from what I saw revealed a new. I don't know if it's a new studio or a new production arm or whatever it is. It's called Studio L. And they're handling what I'm just going to call some of the stranger projects. Uh, There was something called The Honor List. There was something else called Most Likely to Murder. There was uh, Chicken Girls, the movie. There was... This is, if I remember right, like, all of this is, like, very young adult YouTube-y stuff that they're, that they're turning into actual movies. Now, I think that they're digital. I don't think this is, like, the actual Lionsgate production company. I think this is their new, like, straight-to-digital production company. Um, They're working on a sequel to Blue Mountain State, for example. Um... And they're doing a, a, a TV series uh, style thing, uh, both with the Blair Witch, which I don't know how that's really going to work or if I even actually want that. Uh, and they're going to do a TV style series based on waiting. So, hmm. yeah. That one okay. I might actually be a little interested in. The one on the Blair Witch, I don't know if, I, I, I don't think there's a real market for that. Okay. Yeah, well, we'll see. But, I mean, they're like these are their partnerships with like Pop Sugar Films and The Onion Films and like that kind of stuff. Right. This right, is right. this is I think that arm of of the company, the one that says, "Hey, you know, we're we're doing the fun like digital platform stuff, which is fine. There's there's a market and an audience for it, no doubt." Yeah. Yeah, the Blue Mountain State. I don't know. Oh, it was that was the Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um, Apple uh, orders ten episodes, half-hour series from M Night Shyamalan and Tony Baskalup. Sure. Close enough. Baskalup. Yeah. I'd go. Um, I'd go. I'd go Baskalup. Yeah. Baskalup. Okay, yeah. He worked. Cool, he worked cool, on cool. Twenty Four. Yeah. Yeah. We know Apple's been kind of rumors, right? That they've been. Uh, wanting to do their own studio and stuff like that. So that would be interesting. Well, I mean, they've been working on, on a handful of stuff. I mean, we talked last week right. though about, uh, I forget who it was that bailed on one of the productions they've been doing. And I mean, this is just, this is growing pains. This stuff happens. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I know. Am I remember when Amazon went through it, when they were trying to do, do Amazon studios and it took, <laughs> that took a lot of debugging to, to get straightened out. Oh Yeah. Yeah, and if I mean, if anyone has the the money to do that, Apple does. Oh yeah, yeah, they'll all be fine. I saw today their stock was at an all time high. Ooh, man, nobody splits uh, anymore. That bugs me. <laughs> Stocks don't split. Yeah. We've 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 had Pepsi stock for 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 literally generations, and it and mm. I don't know ten or however many years ago, it just stopped splitting. It used to be like it would get to 80 bucks and split, and now it's at like 100 and something. They just... I don't know stocks that much, so I, 
Yeah. They they just they don't they, stocks just don't split. They I don't mm-hmm. know they don't see the value in it. They'd rather have the big dollar value than than have more mm-hmm. stock options floating around. I guess. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, well. The um, let's see here. Uh, the Punisher. There was some news announced for that. Uh, you know, we talked about the season two uh, being announced before. Um, uh, but there's some people who joined the cast. You go ahead and take this so I don't butcher their names. Yeah, Josh Stewart was uh is cast to play a guy named John Pilgrim, who looks to be kind of a a mirror for the Punisher. It kind of sounded like. Um, uh, Floriana Lima is going to play uh, Krista Dumont, whose character bio was brief and escapes me for the moment. Um, and Georgia Wiggum uh, is cast to play a character named Amy Bendix, who looked to be kind of like this streetwise sort of criminal. And that was a, mm. another one. There was there was like half a sentence description. Okay. But. Yeah, there was never really, I don't know, I, I never really read Punisher comics, but he never really had like a... There wasn't a, a crew, it didn't seem like. Right. The only time he got close to someone when there was someone he was tr- basically trying to train to become the next Punisher, and I forgot what her name was, so I don't know if that's who, what this Amy Vindox, Vindox is. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. Um but hey, I loved that 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 first season. It was really good. So looking forward to the second one. Um, did you see the trailer for The Lost in Space for Netflix? I did. Um, it it doesn't look near as funny as it did sixty some years ago. Right, right, right. Um, which I don't know. I saw a lot of people see the trailer and the reactions were, "Hey, that was better than I thought it was going to be." It looks good. I yeah. I'm happy to give it that. It genuinely looks good. Oh yeah, uh, and that comes out in April. It's about April thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Yep, I, yep, for- yep. I keep forgetting we get Jessica Jones this month. Oh, we do. That's this month. That's and I think February. It's, well, March this coming oh, month. Oh, March. Like I, I'm like we only got a few days left. Is it this Friday? Oh my God, is it this Friday? I'm I'm uh, gonna look. I'm gonna well, while look. you look. You talk about um, the Muppets. The- <laughs> the Muppets, yes. Disney's going to try another reboot on their streaming service, uh, which makes sense. If you're going to put it somewhere, put it on your new service. Um, I kind of liked that they did that office thing. That was really cool because the Muppet show to me, we talked about it. It's like wrestling. Um, sometimes the, the the best stuff is it's a show about wrestling yeah. where the Muppets is like it's a show about a show. It's a, it's about the Muppets behind the scenes. And so um, I loved the office approach to that. So I don't know what they're going to do with this new one. Who knows? I saw that they made a new Muppet Babies, though. Yeah. For kids. Yeah. yeah. And it looks very much like 2018 Muppet Babies where, you know, it's, you know, a learn of, you know, they're going to be learning and all that other stuff. So, yeah. Mar- um, um, March 8th, a week from Thursday. Oh, hey, there we go. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Next week. Um, We got some Rocketeer news. Disney Jr. developing an animated series based on the 80s comic. Yeah, this was a great movie. I love this movie. I was never into it. Oh, really? Oh, it's a never was my thing. I thought, oh, he's got a rocket pack. Woohoo! It's it because it's it's old school. It's very old school, like pulp kind I of. I think I was too hero. young to appreciate that. I, that's fair. I go back and watch it again. It it actually does 
hold up. I have weird phases in my life. Like the, when, when that came out, I was all about like, I want to see Power Rangers and I want to see the, 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 you know, honey, I shrunk the kids. There had to been some like crazy catch to the movie where I thought that was boring. Yeah. I was talking to my buddy yesterday and this is embarrassing, but I'll fully admit it. Um, it's because <laughs> I, I, I was a stupid teenager when, um, we were talking about like he was, he's babysitting, uh, dog sitting for his buddy. And then he has a dog named Bolto. And he's like, well, have you guys, have you seen that anime movie? But it was good. And I was like, I think at that point in time in my life, I thought like, uh, I, I love, I've loved animation for my entire life. So let me say that right off the bat. Um, but at that point, in that, at that point in my life, I was like, oh, well, it's a cartoon is for babies. And I couldn't have been more childish about that opinion, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but it was right. It was like, you know, I was in high school or something. And it was like, I just didn't, I don't, and you know, Lion King is when I watched when I was a kid. Uh, and then of course you get out of high school and you're like, Oh my God, you're watching the movie up and you're crying. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's funny how that changes. It's funny how like I, that state of my life, I, for whatever reason I had that in my head and, uh, that changed almost immediately a few well, years later. I mean, and I, and it's so stupid because right after that I started watching Dragon Ball Z. So, what do I know? Well, um, and I mean, but, you know, how many people went through that with Pokemon? You know, you were a kid and you loved it and then you went to school and it wasn't cool. So you kind of let it go. So, yes. Some of us, some of us didn't, but some of us did. And they were like, oh, yeah, it's not cool. Put that away. And then, you know, how many of those exact same people, as soon as Pokemon Go was announced, were like, oh, my God, where do I sign up for this? Like, exactly. it, it happens and things exactly. change and people change and mindsets change. And, and that's totally. I, 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 I don't know. I might actually go back and watch this after this show because as a re- i liked it when i because it came out when i was really young i think i was like mm-hmm. four or five the first time i saw it yeah and i think then, you're younger than me so yeah it, it, I, I was just at the age where i was like i want to see power rangers and it's got to be mutants or something and yeah it just, that's fair no it's totally yeah i was fair. like he's got a rocket pack woohoo <laughs> i just didn't you know i'm sure it's a great movie um but i it just it's weird when things hit you at the the wrong age i guess yeah no that's fair I, I had that yeah. happen. I, you know, it's funny. I was thinking about that earlier today, and I won't waste time because I can't remember exactly what it was I was thinking about. But I had that where I was like, if you, mm-hmm. and I think it might have just been like 90s kind of movies in general or something. Yeah. Where, where it was just like, if you saw this stuff as a kid, it was awesome. And if you go back and watch it now, you still, you look at it and you think, yeah, it's old. Yeah, it's whatever. But it's still awesome. But if you mm-hmm. try to watch it for the first time now, then you're just going to go, oh, yeah, this no, nah, this isn't going to work. Oh, there's a million things I can think of that were like that. You know, I, I'm always afraid to go back and watch those kind of movies. Like, you know, I, I try to think to myself, was Dumb and Dumber really a funny movie or was it just because I was a kid? <laughs> and it's one of those like if you were to watch it probably right now, you probably would be like, oh, it might be cringeworthy. I don't know. Um, it's an you interesting know, uh, test. You know, the cable guy or, you know, the, the uh, cable guy is cringeworthy. Oh, my God. That's that's one. I actually went right. back and watched not that long ago. And I, I, I did. I watched that. And I went, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, there's just some movies where you just got to you got to you, you, you should be in the conversation at that point in time. And, um, and it, you know, it's some things come out later and it's uh, I don't know, like, 
like I, I can't imagine trying to watch Dragon Ball Z right now at my age, never seeing it before, um, what that would be like. It's kind of cool to see the, the guys at Giant Bomb do it, and they're in love with it, surprisingly, but I don't know if I would be um, without that nostalgia factor. Yeah, no, that's, that's um, fair. Yeah, because I could totally see someone seeing it now and going, oh, no, that's just kind of crazy weird. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's weird. It's weird what hits you at a certain age but then again you know when you get a little bit older some of that kind of stuff you do kind of want more of um yeah. i felt the same way with like comics and stuff like there was a fray phase where i just didn't read didn't care about them and then i got back into them i was like oh well this is interesting you know when i started going to that comic shop so it's it's weird how that works yeah. um oh yeah um i uh, we got some um so reboot what's this Oh, dude, you don't remember Reboot. This is, oh, this is that animated TV show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Reboot was, Reboot was another one. This is one where, like, if you watched it then, it was amazing. If you tried to watch it for the first time now, it, it, it wouldn't happen. This oh, is no, a, it's like the first animated thing, right? It, yeah, it was one of those where it was the first, like, completely CGI cartoons. Right. Um, Netflix bought the rights to a, a live-action CGI reboot of reboot uh it's called the guardian it's called reboot the guardian code um and it's very for kids like this is this is very much just like a different version of power rangers kind of thing Uh uh-huh um yeah i could totally see this yeah so this is not for us at all Mm -mm. but it's a great way to look back and say i remember how cool this was and to kind of to to as something for your kids of like hey and here's your version of it you get your own isn't this really cool uh right but yeah this no this is definitely not for us for sure but i i love that it's that in some way it's it's still kind of kept alive oh yeah yeah that (laughs) That'd be cool to see back, see my niece and nephew watch it. Real fast, saw a tweet from James Gunn, and it blew my mind. Okay. So someone asked him, but you can grow Groot back as evidence in your films once you kill a poor gets gone. And James Gunn says, first Groot is dead. Baby Groot is his son. Don't do that to me. I had no idea. Don't do that to me. Yeah. Yeah, I get, Groot's dead, and this is his son. Don't do I, that to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not ready. For, I'm sorry. It's, it's too late at night for for me to be dealing with that. Don't do that to me. <laughs> I, <laughs> Screw sorry, you, James I, Gunn. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, so we're seeing him grow through his adolescence. Uh, well, and... uh, okay, but here is a very interesting kind of way to look at this, though, because. In, in in plant fashion, the, the the offspring is basically the same as the original, so mm-hmm. it's almost like it's it's almost more phoenix like, in the sense of yes he's dead and it's and it's his son but it's it's really just like Groot is has hit the reset button on himself. Basically, he said, although I don't necessarily think it was obvious in volume one, it's important to say that if you're exploded and a little glob of you started growing into a baby, that it would not assume the baby was you. He goes, I do think it's more obvious in volume two as baby Groot has a different personality than Groot. None of his memories and is much, much dumber. (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I thought he had a 
bunch of his personality in volume two. I thought he did too. Yeah. Uh, but oh, that yeah, I was like, okay, all right, James Gunn. So, so we're gonna see Groot Junior in Avengers: Infinity War. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, we got um some video game news. Uh, Turok. Um, the remasters of the first and second game is coming to Xbox One on March second, priced at twenty dollars each. Uh, yeah, and they they don't look all that much. Like I'm not gonna be picking these up. They don't look nah. like twenty bucks each. For if if it was twenty bucks for both, I'd consider it. I bought Bayonetta two on the Switch, and it was like forty or fifty dollars. And immediately Bayonetta one was like five or ten bucks it dropped the price from like 40 to five uh or maybe it was 10 um because i guess you can get it like if you bought it physically um you got it for like 60 bucks i think so it added up yeah um so i'm playing those through those now and they're pretty fun yeah yeah they hold up i've never well. played them before really interesting yeah never played them i don't know what i'm doing i only played the first few minutes of the second or Maybe it was the first one. Yeah, you're like falling on a clock, and I'm just like falling and falling. That's and the first one. Yeah. yeah, I was like, okay, there's a lot of falling. Nothing's happened so far, but it it feels better than uh, Kingdom Hearts or something. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, we'll see. Um, the Xbox Game Pass they released the games that are going to be on it. Uh, sea of Thieves is coming to service on March uh, at launch on March 20th. Yeah, I'm um, excited. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be cool. Uh, titles available March 1st are Rise of Tomb Raider, Super Lucky's Tale, Resident Evil Revelations 2, Oxenfree, Ali Ali Oxenfree, uh, Sonic CD, The Final Station, and Euro Fishing. That's, I'm telling you what, man. You could throw Rise of the Tomb Raider and Sonic CD out the window. I couldn't wait. I'm, I'm excited for Euro Fishing, man. I'll tell you what. Euro fishing, never heard of it. It's just, it's, it's a fish. It's a fishing game. It's, okay, because <laughs> they do make them, which is kind of funny. Oh yeah, my older brother actually loves fishing game because he likes fishing real life. Yeah, I'd, but I'd I played... could could care less. Yeah, like I'm I'm not gonna have a lot of fun with this because it's on a controller. But I still somewhere around here in a box actually have the old rod for the Dreamcast for Sega Bass Fishing. I still have that thing here somewhere. I know I do. Now, I would totally love... Now, I know they're doing the Lobo with the Switch, but I would love a Joy-Con that you pull off, put on, and it's a fishing rod. I would totally play that. Dude, give me, you know, just an Ocarina of Time minigame. The fishing. Well, they they have the Final Fantasy one, right? Oh, God, that's right. It's like its own full thing. That's right. They made, yeah. like, an... I keep forgetting. They made, like, an actual game out of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which is crazy. Um, let's see here. We got some, uh, comic book news here. Some Twitter exchanges between Scott Snyder and Jason Aaron and Tom, uh, Brevoort, um, senior VP of publishing at Marvel, uh, teases idea of Avengers, uh, JL crossover, you know, uh, Scott Snyder, Jason Aaron, they love to have some fun. Um, they're, they're friends in real life. Um, and it's cool to see them, um, kind of, play off each other like hey this would be fun and like when the Z senior vp of publishing is like hey <laughs> you know that would you know there'd be a lot of things they'd have to legally get through 
Um, but man, that would be a fun crossover if they did that, like in the next year or so. Yeah, and I th- and I think they could do it. I, you know I think who, they'd absolutely do it. You know who could probably help with that? Oh, here we go. He just went to DC. Oh, here we go. Uh, t- no, you, no, you're absolutely right. If if you put if you put Bendis on a on one of these books, yeah. oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know that is the. That, that could be the guy that's like, hey, I know how Marvel works. I know how you guys work. That could be the, you know, what do you call it? The branch? The, I don't know. The, it's the, too late. It's too yeah, late right now. The, the bridge, is that what you're looking for? No, there was a, there's a phrase that I'm thinking of and I can't think of it. Now it's going to really annoy me. The olive branch, that's what I was thinking of. Well, but I mean, an um, olive branch was, is only needed if you're at war. I, well, they, you know, they're, it's DC and Marvel. They're always kind of a little bit behind the scenes at war with each other. They're competition. Fair yeah. Fair you enough. have your DC fanboys, you have your Marvel fanboys, and, you know, you can tell that there's a little bit of, you know, rightfully so. DC wants to be better than Marvel. Marvel wants to be better than DC. And I'm sure they all want to be just, they want each other to be as good as the other. Um, but I think there is some, you know, there's some, there's some healthy rivalry there. Uh, and I think it'd be totally cool to see these creators bounce off of each other and have some story that connected them. Yeah. This day and age. So that would be awesome. Um, Josh Whedon is going to, uh, write a four issue season 12 arc, um, for Buffy the Vampire Slayer for Dark Horse. Yeah. Cause that, I, that comic has had a weird history. It's strange. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's got nothing better to do right now. Yeah, he's not doing Batgirl, so he might as well do something. Hey, maybe he'd want to do a TV show soon. I, you know, he could, you know, maybe talk to Disney and mend some fences, you know, say, hey, you know, I I hear you guys are buying Fox and, uh, and their <laughs> library and the stuff that they own the rights to. So, uh, you know, mm-hmm. if there's anything in their TV library that they haven't done that, that you might think people would want uh you know, just just give me a call. Just give me a call. I'll be uh, I'll just be over here. You know, just 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 sitting, just relaxing, a little peace and serenity, and everything. Everything's fine. Just give me a call. Yeah, that would be that would be great. <clears throat> um, and let's see here. You saw game night? I did, and I'll tell you what, it was really freaking good. It was good. It was genuinely good. Like it's 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 actually funny and the it's bizarre because the thriller elements also work Ooh. it's it really like i would highly recommend going to see it it's really good damn okay well, i know maybe I, should go I, see. I wasn't expecting it either but i understand the reviews because everybody yeah. was like, it wasn't again this wasn't just ign everybody came out and was like you know what this is actually a good movie and I thought, it's hard not to see Black Panther again, though. That's the problem. I had to, dude. I I understand, man. And I'll t- oh, very fast story because I know we're out of time. It's so hard to to not see Black Panther that at the moment in this movie, in Game Night, the actual literal climactic point in this film, where you have like we've come to this moment and the things happen, and so now we have to have the discussion where we wrap everything up before we go to like the little four minute scene that ends the movie on the big happy note, you know, not a spoiler because you know, what's going to happen watching this movie. Uh, you can see it from the trailer, but you know, you come to this moment and it happens in every film like this. Five guys come bouncing in 
up the stairs, laughing, talking, having a good time, ruined the whole damn movie because oh, wow. they were wanting to go see Black Panther, which was next door. Oh, These no. These idiots came in the wrong theater at literally the worst possible moments. Oh, no. And it took that entire speech for them to finally listen to everybody telling them to shut up and then they realized oh this isn't a trailer we're in the wrong theater and then leave mm. I, I was oh so mad oh i was so mad that's terrible because there were like eight people in the theater nobody went to see game night over here nobody uh, and i was like okay cool theater pretty much all to myself it's great and then at the worst possible moment and i you know and i've on the one hand i was just and i and i'm more mad than anything part of me wants to say well they made a mistake they (laughs) were in theater four which is right next door to five and that's where black panther was playing now it's you might think well it's easy to miss theater five no it's not not in this movie theater here because you go to the you go to the counter and buy your tickets and you pass by the podium and as you're walking in literally right in front of you are these is a set of double doors with a giant number five right there up top you absolutely annoying yeah you absolutely cannot miss it so that's how stupid these guys were but that sucks but it's a good movie it's a good man i don't i don't they they didn't ruin the entire movie but it was like of of every moment to bust in like that but but no, go see, go go see it. It's it's it is very good. If you if you've got the time and you're like I want to go see something, and you've seen Black Panther four or five times already, go see Game Night. You could you could yeah. definitely do worse. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm going to. Uh, I think this weekend once I go see Black Panther, so I'm definitely doing that. Um, but I now I'm gonna go see Game Night. Yeah. Um, it's oh man, there's just there's not enough time in the day no, to do what I want to do. <laughs> um, oh yeah, but uh, but that's it for the show. Um, we will be back next uh, Wednesday, of course. Um, same time, same place. Make sure you go to our um, uh, iTunes um, to the uh, what do they call it now? The Apple Podcast. A- Apple Podcast. App. Yeah. Yeah, and give us a review. That helps. Send us an email, uh, wegeekpodcast at gmail.com. Ask us any questions. Um, go to our Twitter, um, wegeekpodcast at gmail.com. Um, the Logan, no, no. Yeah, the Twitter is <laughs> at the Logan Wit um, and at um, Adam Estep. My, my brain is fried tonight, so excuse me. <laughs> Bro, Make you... sure you go check out our YouTube channel. Go ahead. What was that? Yeah, no, I was going to say, if you wanted me to take it, I can, I can round it out for you. <laughs> yeah, you round it out. <laughs> we had, uh, yeah, we're on Twitter. Just look us up. We Geek Podcast. Uh, I finally started an Instagram for us. Uh, oh, sweet. Which I'm going to start. You're Eventually, I'm going to I'm gonna have you be in charge of all our social media stuff because you're better at that than I am. Okay. Okay. Um, but we are we are on Instagram. It's just We Geek Podcast, uh, okay. which I thought maybe I had done a long time ago, but I hadn't. Um, oh, and next week um, because this weekend is the Oscars, so on our in our Facebook group, I am going to post a link to somebody who has like an Oscar ballot. I don't know if it'll be ABC or Variety or somebody. Uh, okay, fill them out and post them in our group. Uh, 
you know, I'll, there, there, there's no prizes involved or anything, but I'm just curious yeah. to see, like, who thinks what's going to win what. So I'll have that up, uh, hopefully, by the time this airs. Yeah, I'll definitely fill it out. So, so that'll be fun. Um, you covered Twitter. You did the email. Um, did YouTube. I think that's pretty much everything, don't you? Yeah, I think that's it. I mean, we'll be back next week. Um, probably have a lot more video game news to talk about. I've just been so busy this week, so <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad I got my new mic and the this filter, and hopefully it sounds better when I listen back to it. I don't hear the popping and all of that. But yeah, we'll be back next weekend, Captain. Captain. Captain.